2: This world and they Welcome made back to 32 fans,
0: if if you I'm Alex Chester, and with me as always is Wheels Weenaker. Wheels, wheels, wheels. wheels, how's it rolling? It's rolling well.
2: I feel like we're, we, we sort of, we got out of the weeds of, we're not totally at the, every week we're just going to talk about football yet, but I, I do think we're out of like the really slow part, like post-NBA finals, those few weeks, like surrounding the MLB All-Star game on both sides. That's the worst sports time of the year. Now you could smell football, you could feel it. You know, one or two shows, and we'll you know, and, and we could get right to the NFL season. What about you? Uh,
0: I smell something, but it's not football. What do you smell? I smell the stench of uh, some of our terrible listeners on the uh, Facebook group who uh, voted for you. I think I think your team won by four votes over my team for the uh, MLB All Time Draft. Wow! Wait, so, so those four all, people? Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: They
0: shout shout the out
2: thing. to the, the the new Facebook group. We started it just last like Thursday or something. Yeah, uh, we already have sixty members. So uh, and you yeah, know, the
0: first day I I added like five or six friends who listened to the podcast because I didn't want you and me to be the only people in there. But then, oh, yeah, did you really? Started, <laughs> yeah, but then people started joining it pretty quickly. So let's
2: yeah, and don't have people who don't want to be in there. Wow. No, so
0: I, I oh no, I only added like active listeners. Like oh, okay, fine, yeah.
2: fine, fine, fine. Um. So yeah, here are the results. I guess these are the final results from from you know you probably made your case better last week. If if you didn't listen, we. Um, we recorded a two-hour podcast that was a draft, but we lost it, so we sort of just went over the draft for 20 minutes in, like, a mini-sode, um... And anyway, I think you made your case better against, At least the case against me better in the 2-hour one than you did in the 20-minute one. Yeah,
0: cuz like people were commenting, I forget who, but they were saying men- mentioning players who had individual fen- phenomenal seasons for teams like, "Oh, you didn't mention so and so." And I and I was trying to explain like it has to be cumulatively career, otherwise, as an example, Roger Clemens would be the first pick for Toronto cuz he played 2 years there. He won the Cy Young both years. Uh, yeah, so you definitely had better individual seasons or even average seasons. Your OPS plus was a little higher than mine. Your ERA plus was a little higher than mine. But, yeah, my cumulative numbers blew yours out of the water. But anyway. Right. So okay.
2: so the results were uh, 16 votes for me and 11 votes for you in the Facebook group. So an L for Chester.
0: I don't think we bet actual money on it. Not all of our listeners are intelligent. That's okay.
2: <laughs> and by the way, a lot more women joined the group than I would have thought. I thought yeah. it would be 60 guys.
0: Yeah. There's I, at least I would like a assumed... dozen women.
2: I'm very impressed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm not so impressed with them. But uh...
2: what well, did they? They probably voted for me Yeah, I wonder. All if right. She... Anyways. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's let's jump in. You've been excited to do this for a while. So before I met you, once upon a time, our mutual friend uh, Shamaria forwarded me in about 2009. You had written an article. Uh, of your top 100 quarterbacks of all time. Mm-hmm. And Sh- and Shamari had sent this to me because, you know, I guess we were the two friends who he knew who did things like that because uh, he knew that I had made charts like that for, you know, forget about quarterbacks. I have the top 100 kickers of all time, but, you know, certainly at every other position. And I looked at your list, and, and I had uh, some strong takes, some strong reactions to it. Uh, but we've never really discussed it because uh, you sort of l- let it lay dormant for about eight years or so. But you've updated your list for 2017.
2: Well, we've, we discussed it off the podcast, but, yeah, we never yeah. really talked about it on the podcast. I did this um, when I was finishing college. I started it, and I just, like, went out for, like, an hour every night and did the research and wrote this, like, 35-page article. And I sent it, to, I sent it around. It got passed around CBS Sports a lot and ESPN, and I sent it to NBC, who eventually hired me. Um, and it was the only clip I had. Like, I had um, college newspaper stuff. Which now I don't even have anymore because I think like I don't know if the archives still exist from, from the from my college newspaper, but the which you probably read every every issue still, so you might know the answer. Um, and because you still write letters to the editor, as (laughs) longtime listeners of this podcast will will remember. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so I had this list, and it's so annoying to update because there's so many stats that, um, it's not just like I need to update how many touchdowns Drew Brees has after this season. It's every stat. A lot of my stats have like this is the, this guy's the number one, you know, x. So like he's the yeah. I have to like look at who, you know has this guy been passed for like third all time in
0: Indianapolis Colts
2: passing touchdowns. And there's five of those stats for every single guy in the list. And there's a hundred people
0: plus now on yeah, that because you wrote a, you wrote a paragraph for each guy as a narrative. I yes. have a chart, right? You have and a chart, have right? Which is I think
2: I think like that's a good. It's easier to update. No, obviously. I think it's a good uh, like. That's what we do. Like, you're all like math, and I'm a little bit more.
0: Uh, well, I mean, not really. As the SAT score indicated, I'm much stronger <laughs> in verbal. That. Right. That's um, true. But, you know, the interesting thing for me is I started making these charts in the early aughts, and I was making them on Microsoft Word. I was making them without any kind of advanced statistics because they didn't exist. So, for example, my baseball charts, none of them had war because it just didn't exist. Right. So, one of the fun things for me is as new stats sort of get. Invented or developed, and I've sort of invented some of my own stats. I have like the Chester quarterback rating, which I've mentioned from time to time on this podcast. And of course, I'll discuss the Chester quarterback rating for each player. Uh, But as new stats get developed, I add columns to my chart. And, And so for me, when I go back, it's not just about updating the active players, as you said, but it's also incorporating the new stats that exist for old players, and it helps give new forms of analysis. So, for example, uh, there's a, the, the same way that uh, on Baseball Reference, there's the, the the plus stats, you know, OPS plus, ERA plus, which sort of try and make those numbers accessible by any error by showing a percentage above or below the norm, uh, the average for all the players. Mm-hmm. They've now done that for quarterbacks, for example, on ProFootballReference.com Reference com, where you can see yards per attempt plus, net yards per attempt plus, completion percentage plus. Touchdown percentage plus, interception percentage plus, quarterback rating plus, which is by the same system where 100 is average, and then every number above or below 100 shows how much percentage you're above or below an average player. So those are great numbers to help compare guys across eras. Uh, yeah, and I printed
2: out, that was back when I had uh, college like printing, I printed out every single, and before we started caring about the environment, I printed out every um, like quarterback ever who had thrown at least 50 touchdown stats so I could like look at them. You know, is it like I basically made it into a book and I could really like go back. I had game honest, logs. A lot of I... time
0: spent sitting on the toilet looking at them. Sure. Um
2: and yeah. um you know, now now that's useless because again they didn't have they didn't have you know, there's a lot more interesting stats now. Um so we're gonna do the top hundred of all time. We each have our own list. How do you wanna do this? Should I read my list and then you'll say I have this guy X? Is that okay?
0: That's fine. You wanna do it that way?
2: Yeah, that's fine. Um, and then, uh, so I'm going to start with the 12 guys who were on the list when I started in 2007
0: and fell out. Okay. So, okay. So
2: one twelve. Hold on. And
0: before, yeah. and before we start, uh, can, can I just mention a couple of the, uh, the, the other stats that I've put together? Sure. Yeah. And, and I, and I think I've, I think I've discussed this on the podcast before, but I went back in every season in NFL history from 1937. To 2016, I rated every quarterback that year from 1 to 32. So, mm-hmm. for example, last year it was Tom Brady 1, Matt Ryan 2, uh, Dak Prescott 3, Aaron Rodgers 4. N- not in terms of h- how much I would want them, but in terms of their actual performance statistically, etc. Uh, Drew Brees 5, Kirk Cousins 6, Right, cetera, Which I think is year. actually
2: a very useful statistic because if I say, you know, we get to Donovan McNabb and we have a big argument, you know, much later about Donovan McNabb. And you say, well, like, you know, McNabb was actually like a top seven quarterback eight different years. That's, like, a really good argument in his favor. Yeah, So I, I do think and that's so, useful. Yeah, and and, so, and, and exactly. obviously, vice versa, like, hey, Roethlisberger was outside the top ten, you know, so many years of his career. So I'm just making up names and statistics. But I do think that'll be useful for this chart.
0: Yeah, and so then what I did, you know, in order to put that into, you know... To, to use those numbers, what I then did is I went ahead and I took every single quarterback, and for example, if you were the number one quarterback this year, Tom Brady, you get 32 points. If you were the number two quarterback, you get 31 points, etc. And then I accumulate that total number, and then for years when there was less teams in the league, obviously it's a disadvantage, because you know when there's only 12 teams in the league, the first guy only gets 12, but again, that also makes sense somewhat, because those guys, you know, to be honest, weren't as good as the current era. Right. And I and I use that as a way to is another way to sort of rank guys all time. And that was helpful because when I did that, my QB season rank chart, which is what I call it, the numbers are somewhat similar to my overall chart, but they're a little bit different. And so that's a helpful number to say, you know, this guy, you know, let's uh, let's pick a guy at random, uh, Trent Green. Well, here, yeah. yeah, let's get it. To, or Ron Jaworski. Mm-hmm. Ron Jaworski played 10 seasons as a starting quarterback. Yeah. Right? And his average in those 10 seasons, he averaged, he was about the 14th best quarterback in the league. So that's sort of, and so he has a total of 143 points. And then I also, oh, the other thing I did when I went back is I gave, I did deserved Pro Bowls. And a deserved, a Pro Bowl is. Wait, the when best you say
2: 143, what do you get for first? Do You get one point? No, you get 32 points. Oh, for okay, first. fine,
0: fine. Yeah. So yeah, the, the, the most points ever is Peyton Man, He has 460. Okay. Um, And then the other thing I did is I did – so I have how many years the guy was a starting quarterback and then how many Pro Bowls he he earned. And a Pro Bowl means you were one of the top three quarterbacks in your conference.
2: Not a literal Pro Bowl. The Chester Pro Bowl. No, but the deserved Pro Bowls. So it should just be called the Chester Bowl. Bowl. I don't think you have to confuse everyone and say how many. (laughs) Yeah, because the actual Pro Bowl – I like the idea of a Chester Bowl where you like, no, don't go to the
0: real Hawaii. Come to my house
2: in Englewood, New Jersey, and we'll play the game in the backyard.
0: Yeah, but that actually makes sense because the real Pro Bowl has, like, you know, and nobody wants to go. And so, you know, Teddy Bridgewater and Vince Carter end up starting in the game every year.
2: Okay. Are you taking shots at Teddy Bridgewater?
0: Well, as a rookie, he made the Pro Bowl. So, you know, I I liked it. We all know about my love for Teddy Bridgewater when he was healthy anyways, when he had two ankles. But uh, he he has not earned a uh, Pro Bowl yet. But he has not earned a Chester Bowl. A Chester Bowl. Okay, fine. Yeah. okay. All
2: right, so 112, I have Jeff Blake. I believe he was number 100 on the first version of this list. He probably doesn't do well in Chester's rankings because he only played – he only started uh, more than 13 games twice. Uh, I, my arguments for Jeff Blake are he turned an, an absolutely abominable Bengals team into, uh, like, a pretty average team for a while. And when you – I mean, he passed the eye test. Like, I I watched him play. He was a backup on the Jets, but he only threw a few passes on the Jets. Uh, the Jets – you know, he, he was much better than the quarterback they had – start that year, Browning Nagel, but unbeknownst to the Jets. Um, we're going to talk a lot about eras, and I do think he's caught between like the everyone was kind of still bad and it was a miracle to throw like 28 touchdowns versus now when you could be a bad quarterback and throw like, you know, Mark Sanchez has a 28 uh, TD season on his on his resume. So I, I think like you have to give uh, Blake's 95 and 97, 95 and 96, where he goes 20, he throws 28 touchdowns, 24 touchdowns. You know, none of the other percentages are at where you'd have, like, you know, the Breeze type, the, the uh, you know, who the percentage guys now, like the Teddy Bridgewaters, uh, Alex Smiths. But he was really good. He like, I, you know, I watched him play in 1995, 1996, and he was like, it was, it, you know, he, he it was at the end of the of the 80s QBs. So, you know, the Elways and the Marinos were, were, were exiting their prime. There weren't, there wasn't a ton of uh, talent. And he was, uh, he, like, he stood out as, as, like, one of the young, good quarterbacks. He never really put it together. He had a really good season on the Saints uh, in 2000 that people forget about. But um, what do you think about, about uh, Jeff Blake? Do you have any Jeff Blake comments?
0: Well, I have him about the same place as you do. So in the, in the QB season chart that I just talked about, I have him 101. He, uh, you know, he started for eight seasons and was about a, his, his average ranking in those eight seasons was 18.6. So mm-hmm. he was, you know, about an average quarterback, but you know, he had some better seasons, some more seasons. And again, this chart sort of benefits guys who played when there were more teams in the league. So he's one spot ahead of Don Meredith, for example, even though Don Meredith had two Pro Bowl caliber seasons. Mm-hmm. Um uh Blake on my chart, so I ranked my quarterbacks. I have the top hundred and eight quarterbacks, very similar to you. Mm-hmm. And then I have the best of the rest by decade. Yeah. So of the best of the rest in the nineties, he's number one.
2: Yeah, so he's right about – so we have him about yeah. in the same So we same have him spot. almost
0: exactly the same.
2: Place. And again, he's in yeah. the top 100 all time in passing yards, passing TDs, and he played for really bad teams. So it is possible you put Blake on like uh, uh you know, a an above-average team in the mid-'90s, and it is possible he makes a bunch of Pro Bowls and is a good player. I mean his tools were off the charts if you remember watching him play.
0: And by the way, it's actually really funny because I'm looking at my quarterback chart, and then to the leftmost six columns are yeah. six other quarterback rankings, yeah. CBS – USA Today, Mark Clayton, Peter King, uh, the NFL Network, and then Akiva Weiner, two thousand nine. Nice. So, uh, so I mean, so listen, I have your and I see, and Jeff Blake was number one hundred on your list. I put
2: more work into mine than Peter. I have a, I have a coffee table book that Peter King's fifty greatest quarterbacks of all time from like the mid nineties, and he has Archie Manning, who uh, is not on my list as as forty or fiftieth. Uh, yeah, but he's friends ever. with Archie Manning. Right, right. The same yeah. reason why in his draft that we discussed a few weeks ago. Yeah, in Sports Illustrated, Tony you know, Dungy was, was drafted ahead of Bill Belichick. If yeah. I really think Sports Illustrated should be shut down now, between I all mean, the that, that article videos, so
0: bad that I now believe everything Trump says about the fake media.
2: It's <laughs> true. It like that. It, it, first of all, I mean, there's just been so much garbage coming from Sports Illustrated. It's crazy how bad it is. All right, one uh, and Jeff Blake never played in a playoff game. Uh, one eleven, Bobby Heiber. Um. I, I think he's not viewed – like, if I told someone, hey, Jeff George Blake – George Costanza's
0: favorite quarterback.
2: Yeah. The, uh, you know, uh, right. He's mentioned on Seinfeld. I, to me, like, Blake, people say, oh, yeah, he's good. But people forget that bear was actually a good player. He made he made three playoff games. Like, that's – you know, it's pretty impressive for a quarterback. Yeah, he, lost,
0: he lost three playoff
2: Got games. killed all three times. Yeah. <laughs> he has a son named T-Bob.
0: What do you think about his numbers for the Michigan Panthers and the
2: Oakland Invaders? What's that, USFL? Yeah. Where, Oh, I didn't fact. Did you factor in other leagues? I didn't factor in other leagues.
0: Well, I include USFL numbers for Steve Young, Jim uh-huh. Kelly, Brian Sipe, and Bobby A. Bear.
2: Well, I'll be consistent, and I'm NFL only. I didn't give Young any extra credit. Oh, for... sorry,
0: and and Doug Flutie and Doug Williams, who are of okay. my top hundred. I'm not have some USFL.
2: I'm numbers. not. I'm NFL only, and we'll see later. Also, you ha- you rank a couple guys, if I remember correctly, who played in leagues that were not the NFL, and I do. I did not rank those guys. Cool, um, the guys, we just mentioned. No, I'm talking about like 1949, 1950,
0: like guys who were playing. Well, that, in- was, that was the AFL. That was the NFL. The, the, the conferences had different names. Like the Cleveland Browns conference was called the AAFC or whatever, but it was no. It was but the there's NFL. there were
2: one or two guys who played in a non-NFL league,
0: and you no, them. no, no, you are incorrect. It it is considered part of the NFL. Right,
2: we will we'll argue when we get there. We're not there yet. Okay.
0: Um. All right.
2: Interest. Uh, but
0: both the NFL council we- stats 100 percent the same. They're not going USFL stats, obviously.
2: Both guys we mentioned so far, Blake and Hebert, started exactly 100 games. Blake, 39 and 61. Hebert are very respectable, 56 and 44. I mean, those late Saints teams, like, they weren't that stacked. So he had a 10 and 2 year, a 10 and 6 year, a 12 and 4 year, an 8 and 1 year. Like, yeah. I, the, his great percentages with the 3 and 10, you know, Falcons 96, where, like, he was just totally shot already. Yeah, 30, 1992
0: was his best season. He he had a uh, chest bowl type season. And that's why he's yeah I have him a little bit higher I have him ninety two on my list and in the and in the season ranks I have him all the way up at number ninety. He was like actually.
2: a home if you didn't watch him play he was like a homeless man's far he threw a million interceptions very daring yeah
0: but uh like from Louisiana really, yeah probably you can't know, understand what he said pronounce yeah he he's a homeless man's far that's not a bad yeah. uh, comparison okay
2: on one ten I have Jim McMahon uh I have him as the second worst QB to ever win a Super Bowl do you argue with that. Well, so Trent Dilford is obviously the winner yeah, that, right? Yeah, and that's it. Now, okay. you're, saying, you're saying career, not where they were that season. Yeah, career. Career, looking back in hindsight, and we'll do worse later on. Um, also, I'm, I'm going to post – I will post my thing when – my my whole article uh, in the Facebook group, and, and I'll send it to anybody who wants when we're done. But I will quote from it extensively here. Um, the, yeah, so do you
0: disagree? I mean, Second, no. Je- Jeff Hostetler, Mark Rippon.
2: I mean, I have Rippon and Hostetler both. Scott Williams? McMahon. I have all those guys ahead of McMahon, but we'll get to Doug Williams soon. Um, Okay, I'm surprised a little bit. Yeah, 100 TDs, 90 interceptions in his career. Uh, He was bad. Like, he, the same way, like, I gave, like, Blake a couple points for uh, having a terrible team. Like, McMahon had an amazing team. So, I think you yeah, put in almost a hard
0: guy to rank also in my season ranks cuz he would play like eight games a year cuz yeah. he injured half the Yeah. He didn't have a
2: classic career. The, yeah, there's a few guys like that who really never put together like four straight years of 16 games and
0: But on those Bears teams, he was very very good. He did what they need. He you know, sort of like Troy But Aikman. as a he Troy Aikman hater,
2: like he's like it's the same thing except like the bad version of Troy Aikman.
0: Yeah. So like I have they him just had so at many number, good players. I have a little higher than you. I've been over 83. And, and in the season ranks, I have him all up at number 60, actually. So season ranks likes him. Okay. Uh, 109, I have Jim Harbaugh. Okay.
2: Um, 129 touchdowns, 117 interceptions. Almost, you know, was a Hail Mary away from, uh, that was a Hail Mary that was almost caught in 1995, away from actually making the Super Bowl, which maybe we remember him a little bit differently. I mean, now he's only remembered as a, as a great coach and, but like as a player, you know, he would be remembered much more fondly, I think if, uh. Well, he was great that
0: season. And yeah, no, he had a great year. He was great in the regular season. Yeah. So I have him at 96, close mm-hmm. to you. But again, the season ranks like him a bit more. The season ranks is him up at number 66. I mean,
2: they had some bad years. Like, those Colts teams were weird. Like, they had Marshall Falk one year, like like an, like a right Marshall Falk, and they went 3-13 and with Harbaugh and Falk. I feel like if you go 3-13 and with Marshall Falk, you lose some points.
0: Yeah, I mean, the running backs, you know, usually, the five, especially these days, the five leading rushers are usually on the five worst teams in the league. It's crazy,
2: like, so many of these college guys go to the NFL and, and flame out right away. It's crazy that a guy who has, like, a winning record in the playoffs, you know, 70%, won 70% of his games in the regular season, like, does not have a gig in the NFL. It's insane. And I know Michigan pays him just as much, so it's not like he has a worse job by being at Michigan, but... Like he should be in the NFL. It's crazy. But but, but he
0: chooses to be Michigan.
2: Well, I know. But it's but like it. the NFL should be the promised land if you're a coach. Like you like but Saban. Saban went to the NFL and it didn't work. And even though I think Saban goes to a if Saban went to like you know the Chargers or a team that had a good quarterback, he'd be a solid. You know, he might not win a Super Bowl, but he'd be in the playoffs every year. But he at least, like, flamed out, and he's an interested in, in a return. But
0: the reason Harbaugh's at Michigan is because what we saw of him in the NFL is that he's a guy, he's a phenomenal coach, but he flames out in four years because he's I know. too intense. I know. But, but college but... football's perfect because he's got new guys every four years. It's true. It's true. Um,
2: so. yeah, I, I, that's why I think Rex Ryan would be a great coach because, same thing, people burnt out on Rex, but you'll never burn out on him if you're only there for three years. And Rex really yeah, should he be should a college be, he coach.
0: he should be a college coach.
2: And yeah. you don't, like, the X's and O's, you don't have to do it, or you could get a good coordinator.
0: It's oh, Paterno did X's out. and O's for years. He just, you know, farmed it out to, uh, you know, to his child molesting buddies. Who is this? Har- uh, Paterno.
2: Oh, Paterno. Oh, yeah. Well, Paterno, was, yeah. that's a different example. Paterno literally yeah, wasn't yeah. the coach.
0: I mean, there yeah. are guys well, like... But all, all these guys who are 80 years old. Right. I mean, there, know, there are guys who say was doing back anything? then,
2: like, oh, yeah, he doesn't know my name. I've never spoken to him before, Paterno. And, like, a good player on the team. Yeah. He was literally the figurehead. I know there's some Penn yeah. State truth. It's like
0: there. being a senior partner at a law firm. Yeah. You're, you're just there as a
2: figurehead. Uh, I'm, hopefully one day by you. Um, 108, Jake DeLome. Almost won a Super Bowl. I wonder how we'd like view him differently. 126 touchdowns, 101
0: interceptions. Um, if he doesn't have the, that seven interception playoff game to end his playoff career, I think we think of him differently. He won five playoff games, this guy. That's yeah, pretty no.
2: Good. DeLome was a legitimate player. Uh, also like a, a gunsling type quarterback. Uh the the teams that he was on like yeah, he had Steve Smith but like the, they were not great teams. Like the, the those like he almost won a Super Bowl with with Steve Smith on the on the Panthers team that lost to the Patriots he was, right? Yeah. Um, but so. at, like, it was like he was like Ricky Prol was a key member of that team. That was not like some fantastic team and they almost won the Super Bowl. Would have been crazy. Um but yeah, I don't have much else to say about DeLome. Yeah, he's not in my top 100 either. Yeah. Uh, 107, Doug Williams. You discussed him before. Like We can both agree one of the three worst QBs to ever win a Super Bowl. The thing is, he won the Super Bowl, but he didn't really play after the Super Bowl. Like His career was basically over. He, he had a lot of injury problems. It was such yeah, it was, his Most of his years was with Tampa. Yes. Right. People, I, I think people overrate sort of how good he was. He's not considered one of these Trent Dilfer types, but he is essentially a Trent Dilfer, like a guy who won the Super Bowl in his best season. Um, but had a lot of bad seasons. A quarterback rating under seventy, and we're already like the quarterback ratings, as you know, and like we'll get into in the fifties and sixties. Like guys were winning the MVPs with quarterback ratings in the fifty, right? Yeah, but yeah, well, but like yeah, this is already like there were
0: more, there were way more interceptions back then. But the, we I mean, Terry Bradshaw had more interceptions than touchdowns most right. of his career, right? And, and Namath ended his career with way more interceptions than touchdowns.
2: Yeah. Um, but we're talking like the whole eighties, so like you're, the ratings, the good, the decent ratings were already getting up into the eighties. Uh, in, during the 1980s, and he was at 69.4, which is uh, not nice. Uh, 106, Jake Plummer, speaking of interception and touchdowns, he had 161 of each. Uh, 10 picks in six playoff games. So he really I, – I do. there's a certain type of guy that, like, is good in the regular season and gets exposed a little bit in the playoffs. I don't know who the modern equivalent is, but that was definitely Jake Plummer.
0: Yeah, so he uh, – another guy not in my top 100. He's number 71 on uh, the season-ranked chart, though, so – uh, you know, but then again, that's just a function of being a Plummer starter for ten was the type of guy years. like more than some of the other
2: guys I mentioned. Who you'd be like, if you were like a defensive coordinator or a fan who thinks you're a defensive coordinator in your mind, like you do have to, you did have to game plan for him. He was like a very talented guy who you were afraid of.
0: Well, so here's the thing: I think he was very overrated on the Cardinals when he was mm-hmm. very young, up and coming, and that, yeah. seemed, like, well, you know, that team. Well, the thing is, he had the nickname and he had the comebacks. So like yeah. people, he, he sort of got
2: like well, he had pl- comebacks because his team was losing every game. And yeah, Twitter would have yeah. really liked Jake Plummer, I think.
0: But 98, which was his best year in Arizona, was the year where they upset the Cowboys in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. And everybody's going – and then the Vikings – But that was Quincy Carter, right? Wasn't that Quincy Carter? 90? No, that was For wasn't the Cowboys? No. Uh, I think that might have been the next year. Okay. Um, I think that was still Aikman. Um, and then – but then actually in Denver, he was very – I mean he was a top 10 quarterback in 2003, 2004, 2005. In fact, I have him top five two of those seasons. So – uh, I he, he didn't make any chess bowls just because, you know, the guys ahead of him. were, were Right. But there's you know, also so a value in, in being seeing. like
2: the ninth or 11th best quarterback in the league, but doing it like eight or nine times. Not saying that Plumber yeah. did that, but like, yeah, well, yeah. he
0: did it like four, three or four times. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So he's a good player. Probably the be- definitely the best guy we mentioned so far. 105 Doug Flutie. Well, I, an- no, Mac- McMahon to me is still by far the best guy we've mentioned. So far. OK. 105 Doug Flutie. So no major argument so far. 105 Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie, like if when you play Doug Flutie, even like the 98 Bills. Like, you were afraid of Doug Flutie. He could really do a lot of things. Uh, On career, San Diego, yeah. You know, career gets messed up because he, um,
0: you know, he like, he just
2: missed so much time. Like, he didn't play that much in the NFL. But, well,
0: yeah, it's because they decided he was too small, and so they had to send him to, um, you know, they had to send him to Canada. And who knows what his career might have been otherwise.
2: I mean, it's crazy. He literally almost missed the entire 1990s and then still played till 2005.
0: Like yeah. he, I mean, yeah, he he starts in the USFL in 1985, and then 20 years later he's in the NFL still. Right. Pretty he impressive.
2: he plays he plays for the Pats in '88 and '89, and then from '90 90 to '97, eight years in a row he's up north. Then he comes back and is immediately great for the Bills. Yeah, it's a real coulda, shoulda, woulda. I mean, they, like his entire prime, 27 to 36, his whole prime is spent there, and he's still like a top hundred guy. Um, well, he's not, but. I like, or, or, or like, you know, right outside. top 130 guy. Top 105 sure. for me. But, um, all right. One of the more forgettable guys on the list to me, 104, Tommy Kramer. Uh, also, another guy who has as many touchdowns and interceptions. Beloved Viking. Beloved Viking. Um, his first playoff game, 1980. They, Kramer has the ball up 16 to 14 in the second half, and he fumbles. Eagles score. He throws an interception. They get the ball back. He throws another interception. They get the ball back again. He throws another interception. They get the ball back again. He throws a fifth interception. They had eight that's turnovers. A tough second half. The all in the second half. Eight turnovers. All in the second half. I think six of them. I think five picks. Maybe one fumble was Kramer's also.
0: Um, so that's probably his most famous game. Um, but it was right, uh, what about eighty-seven? But yeah, so Kramer. I have him at ninety-seven. So he just inches his way onto my list. Uh, he appears at number 92 on my season ranks. Only seven seasons as a starting quarterback, really. and the only, you know. But he was great in 1982. And actually in 1986, 1980, sorry, not 87, 86, he was the second best quarterback in the NFL in 1986. Uh, so uh, he had a good year. Let me go look at my 1986 chart for a second. Um, sorry. Sorry. 1986, yeah, Dan Marino was the best quarterback in the league, but uh, Tommy Kramer was next. He had a 24 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, a quarterback rating of 93. And, yeah, this was an era when nobody did, you know, him and Marino were the only guy. He led the league in quarterback rating that year, you know, and this is an era when, you know, John Elway was at 79, for example. Yeah. Uh, and Jim Kelly was at 83. Well, also like the Joe, Monta- middle Joe was, Montana was at 80, even.
2: The so. middle, which now has, like, so many Ryan Tannehills and Alex Smiths and... um. You know, like you would say Eli Manning, like so many guys in the middle who are solid and there's only like seven teams that don't have a quarterback. Usually back then there were more than even though there's only 28 teams, not 32. There was more than seven teams that didn't have a quarterback. So like the Kramers could have a year where they were like the number nine or 10 guy just because after the Elways, the Marinos, the Kellys, the you know, those guys, it was like real massive drop.
0: Well, Bill Barnwell is big on this. The fact that, you know, idiots like like Michael Wilbon always say, oh, quarterback, there's so many bad quarterbacks now. It's not like it used to be. And Barnwell's like, that's insane. The 20th best quarterback now would be the fifth best quarterback. Of oh, course. And uh, you'll
2: see this like the NFL does not have a lot of history. The NFL yeah. history is very modern because like 32 teams and, uh, you know, and like 16 games, you know, going from 14. like Like real stats basically start at the 16 game introduction. And like there are way more good quarterbacks. Now and even the really bad quarterbacks would have been able to start in you know with their skill set in in like 1988. Yeah. Um, 103 Mark Rippin. Do you have him as the worst guy to ever win a Super Bowl? Is that well? What again, I,
0: I, I hadn't made that chart per se, okay? But I'm I'm looking. Um, I have him one spot below Jeff Hostetler who won. Uh, Trent Dilfer obviously is the lowest. Yeah,
2: Dilfer is not um, the lowest
0: at all. Yeah. Uh, Doug, Will- so Doug Williams, I have number one on my. Also receiving votes from the 70s and 80s era. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Rippon is fourth in the 90s era. So I, I haven't I haven't looked at compared their two numbers, but I'd say it's either it's probably Mark Rippin. Yeah. Right, so
2: let's we so he what, was so good in '92 though. So good. All right. So yeah, we'll do one or three and 102 together. Rippin and then I have Hostetler. The Rippin.
0: Oh, okay, and I have them one spot apart as well. R-
2: so Rippin in was the Super Bowl MVP in '91. 28 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. His quarterback rating was close to a hundred, which back then was incredibly hard to do. Um, 1992, he literally crashes. No injury that that I know of. 13 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. Same team, still great offensive line. And and you know and the Redskins crash again, out again. But
0: for that era, he wasn't like in in '92 your trash game. He was number he was the 14th best quarterback in the world. Right, but I'm uh, he but was like, Eli. It's a big it's yes. A big... But compared to the year before, yeah, the year before it was Steve Young and him and Jim Kelly, and then a massive drop. A
2: lot of Eli stands getting very mad right now.
0: I feel like eighty percent of our podcast listeners
2: are Giants fans, and they're all
0: mad. <laughs>
2: um, er, so early 1993 Mark, after Mark that, Mark
0: ba- '91 season was eons better than anything that Eli's ever done. It was yes. insane. Mark Rippon was so good in 1991. Yes. And, and again, like so he they had all day to throw.
2: I mean, I, I wasn't watching um as like an astute fan back then, but I, I definitely watched the Redskins no, win. But the the Super, Bowl Super Bowl took
0: place in the Metrodome.
2: The you should have gone. If your dad loved you, he would have taken you.
0: Well, we went to the um you know, the the sort of the the Super Bowl fan I don't fest, know what they call it. Yeah. Why didn't he take you? Like that's kind of like when are
2: you going to when is the Super Bowl going to be back? I mean, it is back in Minnesota, it, I think it, this Yeah, this year. So. Yeah, are yeah, you going to go this yeah, year? Yes. You should go.
0: Not if the Packers are in it, as right? If the Packers are in it, don't
2: go. But maybe take your yeah. son. That would be fun. You never know when you're going to go again. Uh, so then, early '93, Ripon gets hurt. He hurts his knee. His career is effectively over. He he does actually like play till '97, and then he he signs up again and and plays. I forget for whom in 2001. Yeah. Um, but uh, so a weird career, not super lengthy, but uh, right outside the top hundred. Hostetler, same thing. A much shorter career. He was he was in the league for thirteen years, but he had a little bit of a Steve Young thing. He didn't become a starter until his eighth year in the league. Yeah, um, the year they win the Super Bowl, he he basically didn't. People forget, right? I, mean, I guess most people don't forget, but like Sims is the quarterback, right? So, Hasselberg yeah. completes forty-seven passes like in the regular season and basically has that many in the playoffs. Um, But he gets sort of the he gets the W in in pitchers terms because he plays the Super Bowl. And so there was a big thing back then that doesn't really exist now, I don't think, which is like the best players in the Super Bowl or of the Super Bowl winner got like
0: insane contracts. Do you remember this? Well, I mean, it was a running joke that whoever was the MVP of the Super Bowl would be like some random safety right, like, Larry right, Brown right, like, gets two a, interceptions. Like a crappy Cowboys cornerback would get it,
2: and the Raiders would give him yeah. like $7 million a year. So it happened a lot. I, I don't think it happened so much. Like There is a little bit of a Patriot guy gets a big contract, but I don't think – like. You know, randomly, if the Falcons had won the Super Bowl, like their defensive players, there would have been a premium on them.
0: But it definitely just—I mean, in the I remember 90s. like the like the '98 Vikings. The next season, like the, in, the, in the off season, like uh, Corey Fuller, who was their worst cornerback, got mm-hmm. signed a huge contract with the Browns. And yeah, anybody who was a starter for a good team would right. get a big contract. I mean, the
2: team. Jets with Neil O'Donnell, like they gave Neil O'Donnell an insane amount of money
0: after because of the, the Steelers Bowl. take going to Super Bowl '96.
2: Yeah, mean. um, and so yeah. then so the Raiders on Hostetler uh but uh you know never really never really panned out um under 100 career touchdowns so he's outside the top 100 the last the last guy outside the top 100 i have steve grogan uh grogan actually made the playoffs four times but was on four i believe did he just oh he didn't just pass babe Perilli, who's we'll get to a little later uh the other like pre-brady the other good like pre-brady uh new england quarterback uh just passed um so yeah grogan was like an okay player had a very long career I don't remember him like by the time I started uh following yeah, football. Yeah, it was before
0: our time. Yeah, but late, you know he
2: played night that was still I was watching every week by by
0: 1990, but uh yeah. that was his last season. So um he's the he's the highest guy on my on the season ranks chart so far. I've him at number 56 mm-hmm. because he was a top 5 quarterback in um oh sorry, uh he was let's see. No, that's that's uh Craig Morton one spot behind him but he was a top 10 quarterback in 1976 1977 1978 1979 that was his peak was the late 70s sort of the Terry Bradshaw era um, where all, for all those years he was a top 10 quarterback sort of Andy Dalton-esque um, and, and then yeah by the 80s he was he was injured a lot more and, and he wasn't very good by the, I mean it's he some great positive. years
2: 1979 he throws 28 touchdowns has a 16 yards per per reception which is I believe the best in the league then it was really high yeah. um, I have him in my top 100 yeah, no, I'm saying he was like he, you know, I am a number eighty-five, I have a number eighty-five, and he played a ton. His whole career was on the Patriots. It was weird because he started as a starter and was essentially the Patriots' backup quarterback for over a decade. You know, almost making it to Bledsoe. You know, he backed up. I guess it was Tony Eason, and then I don't remember who else was the Patriots' quarterback in the '80s. But um, yeah, had some good years. Anyway, he's
0: outside the top hundred. At number one hundred, I have a guy. Hold on. So that means there are five guys. Only five guys. I'm surprised that, mm-hmm. that I have in my top hundred that you don't. So does that mean we agree on 95 percent of our guys? That's interesting.
2: Yeah, but I mean it'll be more interesting to yeah. uh, to see like so. Oh, I so have those five guys, guys are, are
0: McMahon, who I have at 83, Grogan 85, Hebert, 92, Harbaugh 96, and Kramer 97. Well, Not
2: necessarily. I might have one or two more guys that you don't have at all. Like I might have a guy in your to- in my top hundred that you don't have. In that I don't top- have in my top 250. Oh, in that's, oh, in two hundred and fifty. No, I, everyone looking, will be yeah. in the top two hundred and fifty. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So there's only five guys, I think. Okay. Um. All right. So number one hundred, I have a, a guy. I I basically watched every snap of his career. That's Chad Pennington. Um. Where do you have Chad Pennington?
0: So Pettigrew was a guy who, throughout his career, was known as you know having the highest quarterback rating in history. Yeah, uh, you know at that point, anyways. Um, you know, but he he obviously, sort of Alex Smithish, didn't have much of an arm, but would, uh, he's fallen to
2: 14th. Good... I it's actually mentioned yeah. in my article, so I had to look
0: that up. Uh, okay, I have him at number 88.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you care about quarter rating, 100 is insane. But like we talk about the eye test, like yeah, I definitely watch the games here. 102 touchdowns, only 64 interceptions. His career was too short. Is the problem? Career was a little short. By the way, I've heard he's a bad guy. Everyone always assumed he would be like a coach and whatever. <laughs> I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot of stories that he's not a nice guy at all. Um, in Two
0: thousand two, he was the best quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion.
2: He was amazing in two thousand two. I just think he was so limited, and that's why I would want almost everyone yeah. ahead of him on this list. He literally couldn't throw the ball long, which means you couldn't have like the. James Jett-type player or the Cordero Patterson-type player on your team. I guess you could have. The Jets didn't use it well. Like, the the, the, the catch is to, like, throw them the ball at the line and have them do something. But he literally couldn't throw the deep ball at all. His his arm was just embarrassing. Uh, the, the worst arm of anybody on this list, no question. But he was so accurate, and he was, like, born to play quarterback. He Until, like, the towards the end of his career, he never threw a red zone interception. He, at one point, he was at, like, 40 to or 50 to 0, um, and he kept, what was weird is he like, then like they would always flash the stat and then he would throw one that would be dropped. This is about for two years or he'd throw one and there'd be like a holding penalty and, and the play would be reversed. So he really threw like 10, but they were, you know, they, they, uh, none of them were official until much later on. Uh, and then he won comeback player of the year twice, which is almost impossible to do. <laughs> like you have to be really brittle. So never healthy yeah. and bad arm. But I did, I, I liked watching him play. You felt like very secure with him. He was a weird player. In 2008, player.
0: he was great for the Dolphins. You, yeah, you,
2: you can make the
0: playoffs. That, that, I assume, was his second comeback of the year. Or yes. was it 2006? Yeah, the Dolphins was his second injury. comeback player of the year, yes. Yeah. The, you will
2: make the playoffs with Chad Pennington a lot of the time, but you'll never win the Super Bowl with Chad Pennington. It's like the really good defenses. like They go up against Oakland in that playoffs, and like that good hard hitting defense is just totally exposed, and they score 10 points. Okay. All right, Milt Plum, I have at
0: 99. Oh, I have him one spot ahead of Pennington also. Okay. 87.
2: Played in, from 1957 to 1969, 122 touchdowns, 127 interceptions, actually a very good ratio by then. Um, in 1960, Plum throws 21 touchdowns in just 12 games, just five picks. I have it as the third flukiest season of all time in terms of like a good quarterback that's probably on this list having a, like a Peyton Manning type season. 21 TDs in five games. Can you guess who who else anyone else in my top so seven? That's,
0: to me that's very odd to have him to have that as a fluke in 1960 when he was the best quarterback in the league. Because in 1959 he was the third best quarterback in the league, In 1958 he was the second best quarterback. But I in the basically so the I took like
2: your best year. It, basically, I took the best years from guys in like you know from 50 to 150. And yeah, but I'm
0: saying, but but look, but his
2: but he, you're his saying, his saying he years, it He was so basically as good. So maybe fluke is the wrong word. Maybe yeah. it's just like. I mean outlier, but outlier is essentially fluke here.
0: But anyway, I, the best year for a guy who's not an all-timer.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I won't spoil the other people just in case we mention them. I don't want to repeat myself. But Brian Grease who's not on the list, had an amazing year in 2000: 19 touchdowns, four interceptions. Uh, yep. I think everybody else is on this list. I was well, Mitchell. hold on,
0: no, no, hold on. Um, what's his name? Twenty-seven and two. What's it? the guy on the Eagles? The tall. Uh, falls. I I considered that year first of all. I, it you. happens Nick to be foles. I
2: made this list before pre foles but I didn't add him because I, in hindsight, that that the year's bogus.
0: Well Isn't that the purpose of this <laughs> list?
2: I guess I should add Foles. <laughs> I think I actually had a note to add Foles, and I didn't. That's, that's so maybe be the winner. I, yeah. I, but it's almost insane. Like he must have had fourteen dropped interceptions, and. Probably like the opposite of drop touchdowns. He probably like no, hey, have a was, touchdown. That
0: was Chip Kelly. Instead of a resume, he should just show the stats. Right. Oh no, Nick for Foles sure. That, just easy. like yeah. just show that line. It's insane.
2: The, the like Foles is so was so bad
0: after that. Um, it, yeah. Who, spends, who spent who spent seventy one dollars on him in fantasy auction the next year? This guy seventy one dollars on Nick Foles. Yeah. Well, it's a two quarterback. Yeah, league. I I know it's two quarterback league, but it would yeah be with a three hundred dollar cap. Um, yeah, top, uh, it's not just that it's through four weeks that season he wasn't doing what he did the previous year but he was pretty good and Tom Brady was terrible I mean, did you, cut, you probably
2: cut him at some point during that season where you spent seven. dollars well, on him well,
0: well what happened is so after week four where he was blowing Tom Brady out of the out of the water I made a bet with, uh, with super fan Robbie uh, total numbers for the season Nick Foles or Tom Brady and the very next week uh, in the second quarter Nick Foles uh, got injured and missed the rest of the season so oh yeah <laughs> Um, I lost that
2: bet. Another guy on that list is number ninety eight. That's Steve Berline. His nineteen ninety nine, he threw thirty six touchdowns before that was cool for the Panthers. It, yeah, yeah, for the Panthers, it was just fifteen picks.
0: Uh, Here's Panthers, the problem yeah. with Steve Berline. He was only he only basically was a starting quarterback like for three years in his career.
2: Yeah, was he was a career backup. He was a career backup, but he had enough. Like he, I mean, one he had crazy a, season. He stuck around for about sixteen years, and he got to play enough in most seasons that like he ended his career one hundred forty seven touchdowns, one hundred twelve picks. Um, I actually, I, I, I noticed the Panthers have four guys on this list who were like primarily Panthers QBs: Newton, DeLome, Kerry Collins, and Burliant. Right, and the Panthers obviously haven't been around for a long time, but the Jaguars have been around just as long as they, yeah. they would. They would only have one guy on this list. The Bucks have been oh, around an extra twenty. Br- Brunell, Gerard, George's not on this list. That's it. Okay, you have Gerard on your top hundred.
0: Uh, he well, he's number two on my two thousands all-time receiving yeah, votes. Yeah. So, so he's not on the top hundred, right?
2: So the Bucks have been around an extra twenty years, right? I think they were seventy six, and the, and the Panthers are ninety six, or ninety five. The Panthers ninety five.
0: Panthers and, and Jaguars are both ninety five. Ninety 95.
2: 95. Cause 96 was the year they made they both made the championship games. Yeah. Um, so the Bucks extra twenty years. Brock they only have pack. one guy on the list who's primarily a Buck, uh, and that's Vinny Testaverde, who was you know was maybe best. Well, Doug, in, Doug Williams was primarily a Buck. Uh, I guess he's. Mo- it was like, where is he most well known? Uh, but uh, I assume
0: most of his numbers. I'm not looking at his numbers, but I assume. most Yeah, of you might numbers be right. I, I I may yeah. have checked this up. I may have fudged with the words. And after I, I don't, I don't want to spoil your top ten. But uh, where does Steve Barkowski show up on your list?
2: We're gonna. I mean, I, we'll get to Barkowski. We'll get to the. Oh, bar he is man. coming. Okay. Um. All right, but okay. Ber, yeah, just... Berlin 98. Um. And and the Bucks. By the way, Bucks second. Did I ask you this? I, I I asked this to Harold. I forget if I asked this to you. Bucks second all time in um in QB uh, in passing yards.
0: Who is second all-time? Who is second all-time for Josh the,
2: Freeman. Josh Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> I That's mean, James good. Winston is, has played 32 games for them. I don't think he's missed a game. Uh, he's he's already like about to break every Bucks record.
0: By the way, uh, sorry to interrupt and go backwards, but I'm, I happen to be looking. I, I have more tabs on my all-time QB rankings chart than I realized. I have the all-time uh, playoff quarterback rankings chart where Jeff Hostetler is number one all-time, who we've mentioned. Wow. So, you know, he's, he's the really greatest playoff QB of all time. Is that what you're saying? So he's I, he's not counted because I only count guys who had at least 10 playoff games. Right, But it, he would be if he had enough to qualify and he only had six. He His numbers are the best of any playoff quarterback of all time. Right? He yeah. had 112 rating. He had eight touchdowns in and in, in just a one fumble, no interceptions. So his numbers are ridiculous. It's sort of a Kurt Warner-esque. Um, but uh, yeah, but Hosteller And then the other guy I just want to mention, I have another tab on my chart, which is quarterbacks ranked by win percentage all time. And another guy we mentioned, Jim McMahon, who you have outside your top 100. I have him at number nine on that list. His qu- career win percentage is 680, which is you know e- e- better than you know Aaron Rodgers and Ben Roethlisberger and Steve Young and Johnny Naitis and John Elway and Bart Starr, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, there's a reason McMahon, I think, uh, you underrate him a little bit.
2: But. Okay. All right. Uh, for Matt Schaub, I have at 97. Do you have Matt Schaub in your top 100?
0: <sighs> Matt Schaub I have – yes, I do.
2: 133 touchdowns, 90 interceptions – He's sort of like one of these first guys who's sort of like good numbers, but when
0: you saw him, he was actually bad. Um, so I have him at number eighty-six. Yeah. Those, those, those Texans were pretty good. You know, they were a Super Bowl contender that one year where we mm-hmm. had an argument on Reply All. Um, I mean, had
2: a, had a, had a Hall of Fame receiver like at his at his behest the
0: whole the whole his whole career. Yeah. Yeah. Now he was only a starter for really seven seasons. Now he's still in the league. He's still active. So. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, but I mean, like he every every day he's doing damage
2: to his legacy. <laughs> <laughs> all right I so i have I, I, so my legacy. stat for shop because i didn't have anything interesting about him in the article is who are the all-time franchise passing leaders for each team i do this for afc i've uh, the nfc one in a different quarterback uh, later in the article so you ready to go quick quiz and people at home could play along sure all right patriots all and i'll go by order of yards patriots all-time leader in passing yards
0: this is just yards just yards okay just yards. tom brady dolphins dan marino colts paid manning broncos John Elway, Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger. Now it gets hard. Chargers. Oh, it's Fouts. Oh no, is it is it Fouts or Breeze? I'll say uh, Breeze. I'll say Fouts. It's definitely not Breeze. Oh no, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Excuse no, me. No, you're right. It is Fouts. It's it's hard. It's Fouts. No, 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 no. no. But what I what I meant okay. by Phillip Rivers is, is yes. it Fouts or Rivers. Yes. Yeah, Breeze yeah. is probably well, like well, third or Not Breeze, obviously. Dan yeah. Humphries might be Breeze. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bills easy. Jim Kelly. Oilers slash Titans. Warren Moon. Bengals. Um, oh, it's it's the it's the most underrated player in NFL history. Yeah. It's the most deserving player to be in the Hall of Fame, and it's not in the Hall of Fame for some insane reason. Ken Anderson, sure.
2: Um I yeah. can't understand why. Do you he's not
0: remember the Hall of Fame. A, a really long time listeners' podcast? I think we'll remember
2: this because I think we mentioned it briefly on a very early episode. The, uh, I'm asking for the Ravens leader. Do you remember the sports writer? I don't remember his name, who was arguing with me that like the Ravens. Like the brown, like he what what the, again? The Browns stopped existing for a few years and then existed again. But in this guy's mind, like the stats for the Ravens are actually the Brown stats because the players flew to Baltimore. To yeah, which is objectively argument.
0: wrong. Like the NFL, of course, yeah, disagrees. Like, it's not your it's, opinion. It's, it's like yeah,
2: they literally have a record book and that's not. Yeah. It. Anyway, I forget which yeah. which dumb sports writer. Yes. Yeah. hopefully he got. Yeah, fired so I assume
0: too. it's Flacco. Yes, Flacco. Uh, the Chiefs. Yeah. Ooh, um, is it Len Dawson? Yes. Okay. The Jets. It's got to be Namath, I mm-hmm. assume. The Jaguars. Okay. Mark Brunel. The Browns. And we're going um, down in yards, so now we're already down into the 20, yeah thousands. So, I mean, I don't know if Otto Graham played enough mm. for it to be Otto Graham.
2: Brian Sight maybe. Could yeah, be. no, Otto Graham didn't play enough. None of those old guys played enough games to get – even if they threw 3,000 yards a seat, 3,000 – 300 yards a game, they wouldn't be up yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, um, The Texans, of course, Matt Schaub, he's, he's the person who's – Wait, hold since. on. Is it, is
0: it Brian Sipe? Yeah, They're you're right. right. Yes. And the oh, Texans okay.
2: is Schaub. That's what we're discussing. Who, who's okay. the Raiders? Ooh, so I've gotten – I think every team so far. Only team – get... even though the Jaguars and, and the Ravens are ostensibly, you know, like technically new teams, the Raiders are the only team without a 20,000-yard passer. Would it be insane for it to be Rich Gannon for, like, those four or five crazy seasons he had? It's not a bad guess, but I I just don't think he played enough games. It's Ken Stabler. Okay, Kenny Stabler. Okay. Yeah. All right, so that's the only one I've got wrong, I think. That was very good. Okay, 96, I have Andy Dalton. Now, I don't think there's 95 quarterbacks better than Andy Dalton, but I I am. I don't know where you are with the – I think you're more aggressive with the players who are still active. But I'm am much harder on the – No,
0: I think it's the other way around. If you remember on your NBA rankings, you already had Steph Curry in the 20s. Right, but I think with the – if four when we, when we rankings, did the MLB rankings last week, you took Mike Trout second overall. That's true, and course. you hated
2: it, and everyone else was like, yeah, of course, he's one of the best players ever. Yeah,
0: no, it, it's based on what they've done so far, and based on what they've done so far, Andy Dalton, I have at number 75.
2: Okay, again, there's a lot of guys I think if you adjust for era – there is a you know we talked about Steve Grogan making four playoff games and losing them. Well, guess who else has done that? Andy Dalton. Guess what? Guess what else? Andy Dalton has better players on his team than Steve Grogan did. Andy Dalton had AJ Green. He has a really good offensive line. He had the best left
0: tackle in the NFL his entire career till this year. Um, yeah, but in 2015, if he doesn't get injured. He quite possibly would have been the pro, uh, the, the uh, MVP. The MVP 100%. Yeah. Nobody's doubting that, but first of all, staying healthy, and that's a in skill. an era with so many good quarterbacks. 100%. Yeah, listen, Dalton was great, but
2: I think if his career ends today, probably I'm low on him in '96, but there's no way he's in the top 70, I don't think.
0: Oh, um, uh, no, for sure not. Yeah, because Dalton, he's only been a quarterback for six years. In the article, but, you I put, you know, know, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I put his numbers are better than Eli's.
2: I mean, his playoff stats are, in. In mean, playoff stats are in, so 2011 Very against bad. the Texans, three picks, no touchdowns. 2012, 14 for 30 for 127 yards and interception. That's insanely bad. Uh, he – 334 uh, against the Chargers, two picks. They lost that game 27-10. And then uh, 18 for 35 for 155. He only has one touchdown pass in four playoff games.
0: Uh, and they only – he's only come within 16 points in one of them. I mean – Okay, so in my all-time quarterback win percentage chart, and this is for anybody who had a minimum of either 80 games started or uh, 40 victories. Mm-hmm. So you could uh, – Andy Dalton is, has the second most uh, – second best win percentage ever at 588 for somebody who has never won a playoff game. Do you want to guess the guy above him? And it's impossible to guess. It's from like the 1950s.
2: Oh, okay. No, I was going to guess a modern guy. Never won a play – because I was going to say Sam Bradford. But no, he's a bad winning percentage. No, but Bradford hasn't played nearly enough. Yet. I thought you were going to say like best something else because that's not a terrible yeah. – and also Carson Palmer, but he's, he's
0: won one playoff game now. Yeah. So, yeah, um, the guys the, – by the way, Milk Plum never won a playoff game. Yeah, we no. I anyone right? who
2: never won a playoff game, that yeah. is noted
0: in why a my Tittle, Oracle. who's a Hall of Famer, never won a playoff okay, game. Okay, but that was a chance. That just means
2: he like w- yeah. never won, was never the one yeah. seed in the playoffs. Bobby A.
0: Bear, what... Steve Grogan, we mentioned Brian yes. Garisi, I think you mentioned also. These yeah. guys are all above 500 for their career never won a playoff game. Uh, number one is Charlie Connerly, though.
2: Yeah, Charlie Connerly. We'll get to uh, later. He's a New York
0: Giant quarterback, a little bit forgotten, yes. but a good player. Yeah, um, but yeah, but in that era, it was just one playoff game. So,
2: all right, so. 95 i'm not sure if you have this guy in your top 100 mark mark bulger do you have bulger in your top 100
0: no i don't okay so as for, we said you you have five guys in there who i don't i have bulger behind david gerard so this is in, if you're, you're scoring home sports. and you're
2: probably not you're probably alone because you're listening to this podcast 112 greatest quarterbacks <laughs> of all time but like that's the first guy right there's five guys who i have that you don't so this is number one yeah correct okay he yeah. didn't play long enough. People are probably and shocked also, that I've to done a research guy who good, for something.
0: Guy. I mean, he took over for Kurt Warner. He was throwing to Torrey Holt, right? I agree. And, I and, agree. And, his players and were great. Isaac Bruce and Marshall Falk. And he had, you know, Hall of Famers on his offensive line like Orlando Pace. Right. He literally
2: only was in the NFL for eight years, right? The first yeah. year he comes in, he, he wins six games like a super relief pitcher, throws 14 touchdowns. And then he immediately goes to being like a – I mean, he made the Pro Bowl his second year. Uh, yeah. I believe they made the playoffs. Not the not the, he did not make the Chest Bowl. He didn't make the Chester Bowl, but but uh, he makes the playoffs. Uh, the next year he makes the playoffs again and actually wins a playoff game. Um and he's he only played 16 games once although he did play at least 12 five times. So he played about as little as anybody on the list. The problem was the Rams like you said, Bruce Holt Falk, they're all done. And 2007 he goes from like this guy who just is sort of you know he's not great, but he's winning cuz he's on a great team. They crater and they basically haven't been good since. Two yeah. and ten in O seven, two and thirteen as a starter in 08, and one and seven. So he literally ends his career on a five and thirty um run. So you could say yeah, he was all the team, but like he was a legitimately good player. The the By the I'll way, t- I need to apologize. He did make two chest bowls, actually. Yeah. The the weirdest yeah. thing about the Rams, nobody will remember this, but maybe us nerds, was so Kurt Warner, you know. Uh, you know inarguably the the most shocking thing that's ever happened in the nfl right a, a grocery guy comes in completely not drafted random. what makes no sense yeah N- makes no random. sense in, in in the history of the nfl there's nothing like it but if you're following the nfl in 1999 in the preseason like the reports out of st louis were like trent green is going to win the mvp trent green is looking so good it's obscene like trent green is going like 25 for 25 in the preseason so, like, there was, like I guess my take is that I think they win the Super Bowl that year with Trent Green.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's insane. I mean, like, were people were talking. People
2: were salivating about how good Trent Green was going to be. And then he, he like, tears his ACL in uh, the preseason. nobody was. What are you they, I'm tell- go back and – I don't know if we have any – we probably have a lot of people who used to be Rams fans. I don't know if we have any person who still listens. Yeah. I do think the Rams fans just like a band in the NFL completely.
0: Which I get. Yeah. I mean, I know. I know. I've I've mentioned this to you before. But in my, I was in twelfth grade at the time. In my fantasy league, or eleventh grade, excuse me. Uh, in my fantasy league, Kurt Warner was picked up, and then after week one, when he had a great game, he was dropped. That's crazy. <laughs>
2: by by Donnie Shyman. I mean, it's weird. Like Pujols also like is a guy who his first year wasn't drafted, right? And someone just randomly picks him up. And Pujols like they couldn't find a place to play him, if you remember. So he's eligible like first, second catcher, left field. Like he was eligible everywhere in fantasy baseball that first year. Um okay. Jeff George non- number 94. Where do you have Jeff George? So Jeff George,
0: you know if he wasn't such an asshole, yeah, would have had a much better career. But do you, you re- know, <laughs>
2: do you remember the guy? I forget who it was for ESPN. Who every year would write like, "Why doesn't this team sign Jeff George? Jeff George is coming back." It was a thing. I think Deadspin used to write about. It. Like, yeah, it was a thing for like seven years. Was, who, it's Jason, was Whitlock. Uh, Jason, oh, Whitlock Jason Whitlock? Oh, Whitlock used to write to Jeff George. Yes, they're the, friends.
0: J- Jason Whitlock was saying that when Jeff two years ago when Jeff George was fifty. Yeah, Literally. no, it's insane.
2: You, if you friends. Google they're like Whitlock friends. and Jeff George, yeah. there's so many years of articles like. Uh, Chad Pennington's injured. The Jets need to sign Jeff George, right? Reese goes down. What? What yeah. the f? You can't play Kurt Warner. They have Jeff George there. Um, yeah. But because so George is picked number one. So not only was he a jerk, but but a he, bit of a bust. But he had yeah. he had sort of the like the the David Carr. Which one's the bad one? Derek Carr. I still mix yeah. it, mix them up. Uh, David Carr's stink a on him. Yeah. But it was also some years like a team picks Q, the a uh, QB one overall. And there just shouldn't be a quarterback, and I think this year was definitely one of them with, like, Trubisky. Like, just don't pick a quarterback in the first round. Like, if you're the Jets and you need a quarterback, just you have to wait a year. Too bad, right? Think
0: even worse and get the second pick or the first pick. But then Jeff George leaves the Colts. He got better in 95. Well, I was just going to say the only other
2: QB picked up that early was Andre Ware, who was an incredible uh, college quarterback who was just all system guy from Houston. So, like, there was just no QB. It wasn't like they even picked the wrong guy. Yeah um and Blair thomas the jets picked Blair thomas second and
0: oh that ooh, did not cool but yeah. Emmett smith and junior sale go early so there was good players in the draft yeah so yeah so jeff george uh has then he starts wandering around the league pissing everybody off but you know he had, every other year he was good in 95 he was good for the falcons uh then uh in 97 he was good for oakland they went four and 12 but he mm-hmm. had 29 touchdowns and nine interceptions can't blame him and then 99 when randall cunningham gets injured he takes over for the vikings has you know arguably the best year of his career uh and, uh, you know, until they uh, lose in the playoffs as well in a devastating fashion. But uh, so Jeff George and he cl- he kept sticking around as a possibility, partly because of Jason Willock, but partly because he had a great arm. He was just he was dumb as rocks and he got a six on the wonder. Like, I think he got the lowest of any. Something like that. Reported, and
2: it, it was like allegedly. the talent was 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 there, but everyone hated him. And that's why he ended up playing for, you know, six different teams or something. Yeah, uh, but number 81 on
0: the season rank chart just cuz again he had one, a lot of good
2: One one playoff game, but it was with an incredibly good team. Like it wasn't it, it was with the, the Vikings. Yes. The 99. The 99. Games. Yeah. So yeah. the um yeah, so George 94, 154 touchdowns, 113. That's really before his time like great numbers. By the way, the Colts, who we're, we're kind of Colts haters on this podcast. I know we have a big Colts fan, Jacob Lewin, who listens sometimes. the 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 Colts no – well, team we're not Colt haters. We just – we think Grigson's terrible to his job. Well, Grigson's gone. But, like, the Colts – and, and their owner. yeah, their No team, team in professional sports has, has gotten luckier. Like, they have the first pick, and they have a quarterback, right? That's supposed to be, like, a goldmine. And they totally whiff. You, like, I feel like Jeff George, in a certain way, is worse than picking Jamarcus Russell. Because, like, Russell, at least you're done with after two or three years. Whereas Jeff George is like, oh, he might be the guy for, like, six or seven years then they're so bad that two years later they get the number one and two picks in the draft and they pick Steve Enten and Quinn and neither of whom turn out at all. Um, and like, and, and, you know, and then they just end up being bad for six more years and get the number one pick again and then pick maybe the greatest quarterback ever TBD. And then the second he's done, they get another amazing co- Like, nobody is, that, like, I mean, you know, I know I'm a Spurs fan, so I guess that's the only thing you can compare it to. And yeah. and we have Kawhi, which is, like, the third generation, Robinson to Duncan, although we didn't win with Robinson until well, the Well, the Packers,
0: there. you know, with Farf to Rogers Right, but
2: I'm saying, well, the Spurs have a third. Like, if the, the, yeah. if the Packers get, like, uh, you know, like a super quarterback in in six years from now, that would be, because, you know, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard's already better than Duncan. Uh, number 93, <laughs> oh by the way, God, the Spurs, I don't, it. this, n- the, the, the I, like, I, rooting for New York teams, like, one of the nice things is that there's 10 different beat writers, so if there's dumb beat writer, and there's usually, like, eight or nine of them, you at least have one person who knows what's going on and, like, explain things that you don't know. But when you root for the Spurs, they just have the San Antonio Express news, and their writers are all trash. And the, like, the Spurs just cut Pau Gasol, like, they didn't, they let Palgasol Gasol, Pal Gasol, they convinced him to get out of his option that was worth $16 million. And everyone assumed, like, oh, that's so nice of Pau, he's going to get, like, 12 this year, and then they'll just, like, hand him money for next year. And this is when they thought they were going to get Chris Paul. And they just signed him to six, three years, $48 million. They say the third year isn't guaranteed. But, like, what did they do? They just handed him $16 million so they could maybe sign Chris Paul and they have the same agent. And then they didn't get Paul. And now they have, like, a 40-year-old Pau Gasol on the books
0: for next year yeah. when they were supposed to have the most.
2: I'm just upset. I don't know. Yeah.
0: This is a, this is a I mean, show. for for this season, he's the best remaining free agent at this point. No, it's but, fine. But like, but they, yeah, but, they but really you want him on a one-year con- you want to him on a one year contract. And the Spurs have yeah.
2: three big men on their whole roster. I don't know if there's ever been a team in the NBA. Who's well, players. that's more reason why they need him, though. No. It, well, he's the third. Like, it's crazy that. Aldridge, yeah. Powell, and and, jo- and King, Joffrey yeah, but you Levine. Complained
0: about that last year, and then guys we never heard of like Dedman, ended up playing very well.
2: Yeah, so but I'm they, sure they, they don't somebody. even have them
0: on the roster. Like they have a full roster. You're right. Yeah, but, I said yeah, but, but, they, did, but they didn't have it at this point last year, and they found. They guys, did. So. They
2: had David, but yeah. they didn't have a full roster. They signed David Lee and Dedman in in, in July, and they played really David well. David Lee's still available. He hasn't been signed out. Yeah, we don't have a spot for him. <laughs> their their roster is full. They'd have to like trade like Davis Burdons to like the Knicks or they, Davis Burdon's six eleven small forward for the Spurs. His rebounds per game was one point two in like thirty six minutes. Like, out of you know, in like a per, he's the worst rebounder I've ever seen in my life. He six eleven. He plays like
0: he's five two. Um, number ninety three. Zach Lowe, by the way, had a great line. Uh, he was talking about possible trades for Kyrie Irving. He was talking about the Timberwolves. He said the problem the Timberwolves have to do a three for one, and they only have eleven guys on the roster. So he's like, the problem is the Timberwolves would be left with six guys on the roster, which might be the ideal situation for Tibbs because then he can right. play everybody. For That's, true. Game. That's true. That's yeah.
2: true. All right, let's
0: get back to football. Ninety
2: three. I have Steve Deberg. I saw Steve Deberg play in 1998, the final year of his career. He actually skipped 94, 95, 96, 97, similar to Mark Rippin, and then got signed again to be the backup for Chris Chandler. And then Chandler gets hurt, and they go to New York, and it was the worst football game I've ever seen because like they had no the Jets. That was a great Jets team, the best Jets team ever, and they beat them 23. I've mentioned that game many times because the, they almost played in the Super Bowl, and the Jets would have won that game. But like it was just sad. He was, I think he was 46. DeBerg or like forty. Yeah,
0: he, he stuck around. Yeah, he it was, was a insane because he played
2: in 1978. He played 21 years later, 21 seasons yeah. later. he still playing. But
0: do you remember in, in 1990 he was really good?
2: Yeah, DeBerg, My my theory with DeBerg was like he was just bad enough that teams would always look for something better. So he's the nine. People forget he's the Niners quarterback pre Montana. So yeah. they he plays terribly in 1980, his third season. So they know he's not really going to develop. So they draft Montana. So he goes to the Broncos. But he was very good in 79, to be fair. He had some good years, but like you knew yeah. he had a ceiling. So then in 83, he's yeah. in the Broncos, and they draft John Elway, or they, I guess, trade for John Elway. Um, yeah. And then in 85, he, he, he goes 2-14, and 14 and they draft Steve Young, who eventually replaces his replacement, Joe Montana. So he's always... The backup. But then, like, I remember him as a chief because, you know, I, I certainly didn't watch him play in the I 80s. I just remember
0: him as being very old and being a chief. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So he's a, he's an old quarterback for a chief. And I probably like you always think like, oh, that guy is a backup. I remember like Moses Malone when. um on, Atl- on Atlanta? Yeah. Like at the very end. And I thought like it was just a funny name, you know, Moses. haha. I had no idea for many years that Moses Malone was a good player. I just thought he was like a like I, I I think I knew in the record books like there was a Moses Malone, but I probably thought it was like his son or like a different player. Yeah. So I had no idea like oh Moses Malone because do
0: you remember Tree Rollins? He was like always the twelfth yeah, man. So I thought yeah. Moses Malone was just another team's tree. I Rollins have a, I have a better example for you. In '96, the Bulls like you know championship year, they had a forty something year old guy on their bench named Robert Parrish. Yeah. And I was like, "Why do they have this forty-three-year-old guy totally. on the bench?" Oh, so you didn't know Patrick. Rollins? Was good. What, Play Ra- Tree Rollins was a player coach for the Magic. Actually. Yes, that was weird. I remember that. Tree Rollins. They discussed used to come it in the thirty for thirty. He made a huge mistake where he called. You know,
2: do you remember the Knicks version of Tree Rollins? He was incredibly popular.
0: I was going to say Patrick Ewing also ended up on the Magic.
2: Yeah, do you, do you remember <laughs> the Knicks? The Knicks. The Knicks version uh, there's a lot of people Tree yelling Rollins. at their mic right now. I don't know who's Herb that? Williams. He was so popular. Oh. He was the twelfth okay. man, and he ended up coaching them. Also, he I would didn't come live in New York at the time. He would come in, and like the Garden would, it would be like they would be losing like ninety nine seventy four. The Garden would just go bananas. Herb Williams was was more popular than Patrick Ewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so then as DeBerg goes to the Chiefs and actually plays his best, there like in his late thirties, ninety ninety and ninety one. They make the playoffs. Um, all right, so that's Steve DeBerg ninety three. Where do you have him? You didn't say. Oh, I have him at eighty-nine, almost exactly the same as you. Okay, and number ninety-two, we mentioned before the Bartman, Steve Bartkowski, first oh, pick okay. of the nineteen seventy-five draft. Where
0: do you have Bartkowski? I have him at one hundred two. Just this okay. is my list.
2: Okay, I mean, again, a guy like his ratios were a little bit ahead of his time. More touchdowns, and interceptions, one hundred fifty-six to one hundred
0: forty-four. Um, okay, only, only like eight seasons really as a starter, though. Although, he, he, very good in 1980 and very good in 1983, the year of our birth.
2: Okay, uh, another trivia question for you. You ready for a trivia question? Sure. I, by the way, I want to say, I said this was going to be like a four-part series, and you're like, oh, that's too long. And this is going to go long. I, but I do think people yeah. are like, anybody, anybody who didn't shut it off after two minutes, this is the most like knowledge that we've imparted, for sure, in the history of the show. Um, the, okay, no, since the merger, quarterbacks drafted one. We'll play like Sporkle style. I'll give you a minute. How many of the 22 can you name?
0: Ooh, I don't think I'm going to do that. Good at this, I'm not like, I'm not a big draft guy.
2: I'm Not a big draft guy. Okay.
0: Do you not so, want to even try? Can, wait, wait. So let's. Are we, are we going like in a specific order? You could go anywhere or? you want.
2: It's since the merger, since 1970, um, but almost all of them are recent because almost every year this century has had a quarterback drafted first. Since '98, okay. so, there's only been a couple know, years that haven't had, including this year. All right. Okay. So let's just get started.
0: Peyton Manning, Eli Manning. Yeah. Right, yep. Yep. John Elway. Yes. Um, who else Harry Bradshaw I think was number one correct he's the first one he's 1970 okay Um, uh, oh we just said Jeff George Mm -hmm. Jamarcus Russell yep Uh, Drew Bledsoe was one for sure yep Um, was Barkowski is that why you're mentioning it Barkowski
2: is here because everyone's stat is with them Uh, 15 of them oh no forget it that's not a real stat let me see Uh, yeah Barkowski 75 you only have one guy from the 70s and one more guy I don't know if you said the 89 guy 89. Troy Aikman? Yes, 89 is Aikman. Oh, nice. So you have nice. one more guy from the 80s, one more guy from the 70s, then everybody else is from 99 and on. Okay, so 99
0: and on. Let me think. Um, oh, Michael Vick was a number one pick. Yep,
2: 01, Michael Vick.
0: Um, oh, I Alex Smith was a number one pick. Right? Yeah,
2: 05. I mentioned the 02 guy just before, but I may have said his name wrong. Um, I don't know who else. Jamarcus Russell, did I say him? Yeah, you said him. You haven't okay. got any of the modern guys though. Any anybody you haven't said anybody since Oh, uh, Sam, Bradford, Sam Bradford,
0: Andrew Locke, Yep. Um James Winston, yep. David Carr. David Carr, right? Yep. I said Derek yeah, before. We My apologies. Custom. We'll do that yeah. a lot more. Um I don't know. I think that's it. All right, you're good, right. you're good. Did you say Stafford? Oh, Matt Stafford. I don't think I said him. Okay. Yeah, uh, and then last oh, year Oh, oh, uh, Tim Couch, Tim Couch. Tim Couch, that's 99. that was the year with like five in 1999. Yeah, there were five quarterbacks taken. Yes. In like the first eight picks.
2: Um you know. And then last year. Oh, Jared Goff. Yes, Jared, Jared Goff. Uh, so you missed uh, Jim Plunkett from 71, and from the 80s, you missed Vinny Testaverde. Uh, oh, Testaverde was in number one pick. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and then I don't remember if you said Stafford, but yeah, every, and you said Cam. And, and te- oh, Cam Newton. I forgot okay, about him. So that's, <laughs> that's,
0: that's, that's 22 uh, guys. So Vinny Testaverdi, and we'll get up to him, obviously, but... As a number one pick, he's probably seen as a bust. But you right. know, the guy throws for thirty thousand yeah. yards.
2: It's a disc. I mean, you could even you know I, you could have this conversation about Jeff George a little bit also. But obviously, Tetsu very a better career than George.
0: Yeah, Did it, well, he didn't do anything for Tampa, but. But yeah, but you know, obviously as a Jets fan, you liked him for '98. I had 270
2: touchdowns. Testaveri is weird because he he has this incredible peak, but it's so late in his career, and then he and then probably the next year, like he's going to have the fall off, but he's still going to be really good, and he tears his ACL or his Achilles in in the second quarter of the season. Um, but one of the five worst moments of my life, as I've said many times, and yeah. I wasn't even there. It was on Rosh Hashanah. I my grandfather <laughs> called me afterwards to tell me. Um, yeah, th- the guys who did not throw 100 touchdowns. Who were who were uh, picked first overall? Couch, Carr, sixty-four and sixty-five. Jamarcus Russell, eighteen for his whole career. That's kind of sad. Sam Bradford. Um, I don't know if that's updated. Yeah, I think he's still at ninety-eight, unless that's the the old version. Literally every number here had to be gone through, which is why it took me so long to update this chart. And then Jameis is fifty, but he'll get there soon. And Jared Goff. Jared Goff may never pass Jamarcus Russell. He's so bad. <laughs> Jared Goff may <laughs> may stay at five forever. You don't think he'll get to eighteen? <laughs> Okay. Number mm. 91 is is a fellow who just passed last week, Babe Perilli. Uh they call him Goldfinger cuz he was like a, gr- a holder for like the best kicker, which is insane that like holders had had nicknames in the 1960s, but they were much better at nicknames. Mm-hmm. He's another guy like 178 touchdowns, 220 interceptions, a, a quarterback rating in the 50s. You know, they yeah, so they, they, they he don't just do that misses sort of my thing list. Now,
0: I have him too. at number 101. So he just misses my list. His best season was 1962.
2: Yeah, uh, but he was he was named as backup uh, when the Jets won the Super Bowl. Uh, that doesn't do anything for you, but that's exciting. So he gets a Super
0: Bowl ring. But uh, he you. he just passed. Um, But uh, yeah, but in uh, 1962, he was the second best quarterback in the AFL. He had 18 touchdowns and only eight interceptions. And again, this is an era when you know George Blanda had 42 interceptions that year.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, the the (laughs) AFL was a passing league, but like they didn't realize that. But George Blanda,
0: hold on, George Blanda went 11 and three that year and threw 42 picks. I mean, there's some insane George (laughs) Blanda stats. Just completely insane. George Blanda's in the Hall of Fame because he's a kicker right and, and and he and he was a good quarterback i mean he threw a lot of yards in the nfl in the nfl he was not a good quarterback i mean he no. played a little bit for the bears in the 50s mm-hmm. but yeah not really. yeah blanda's just not really
2: insane good. um i have a jay cutler is my number 90 he's a hard guy to place because his numbers are really good but he actually kind of sucked when you watch them play for especially the second of his career another guy who maybe like if he just like retired three years ago probably would have would oh, have it. it's
0: it's weird that he's retired when he has i think
2: Stranger. I mean, he's got the thing is that, and this didn't happen in the 90s, he is so rich, and also his wife is rich, that, yeah. like, why would he want to play? Like, they, they just know so much more about injuries. Like, well, I was listening to a tennis podcast that actually made a really good point. Like, wait, hold on. Interested. Were you listening to an only tennis <laughs> podcast, or was it a podcast that happened to mention tennis?
0: It, 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 was, uh, it was Hang Up and Listen, and the episode okay, was about tennis. Okay. Is that Stephen And they were discussing. Fatsis? Yeah, he's on I, it. Yeah. I've just seen the name. I don't know who he is. And they were discussing. Yeah, it's a podcast I recommended a couple of years ago, and you said you don't listen to podcasts about sports because you don't need anyone else's opinions about sports. Uh, anyway, yeah, um, he should Stephen Fatsa should listen to this. He'd learn a thing or two. Yeah, keep <laughs> going. So, anyways, they made an interesting point, which is that when, if you play tennis, and it's true for any sport, and it's true for lots of things in life, but you know we're talking about sports. If you play tennis in the '60s or the '70s or whatever, unless you were winning all the majors and, be, and like being one of the best players in the world, you didn't have any money, you didn't have any fame, and so your motivation. To work hard was to achieve all those things. Right. Nowadays, if you're like the hundredth best player in the world, you're making a, a very good income. Well, not you're, a hundredth. You
2: know, be, not a hundredth best tennis player is actually incorrect. Okay. So, but well, okay. So if I you're understand the, 50th the theory, best. but it's like fiftieth because the hundredth okay, best fine. tennis player is is making less than two hundred grand and. They pay for their flights and their hotels, and they, like— Really? They don't uh, have
0: sponsors for that stuff?
2: I mean, if you're, if you're like, the best player from a certain country, you'll get it. But, like, at a certain point, they'll
0: realize, like, oh, he's not going to be Roger Federer. All right, okay, fine. So you know. the 50th best player. Yes. Yeah, All right. yeah. or, or, for an analogy, let's say the 250th best player in the NBA. Gol- the or, truest golfer would or the be 100th best analogy, because those guys yeah, have golf. much less— um, th- those guys stay in the United yeah. States, so
2: you could like drive your trailer to every tournament if you want.
0: Yeah, but was, but the point is, you're you're gonna be you know famous. You'll have a bunch of followers on Twitter, mm-hmm. and you're gonna be making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And so, what is the motivation to work really hard to right. become like a Serena Williams, right, or a Roger Federer? It can't just be it's you gotta have a lot of internal drive. Totally, yeah. No, and it's a good point. Yeah, and so yeah, I, I just thought I was interesting, and again, I became introspective because I thought about myself. Like, if I was, you know, like yeah. an, an NBA level talent, would I put in the extra effort as a to lawyer, become... you
2: mean, like a NBA well, level uh, lawyer talent?
0: No, I'm, well, I'm just saying, whatever you do in life, you what know? would
2: you be ranked nationally if if there was like a lawyer rankings, like there is tennis, like 50, like 100 <laughs> million? Like how many lawyers are there?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how many lawyers are, but yeah, I, I would not be, uh, I would not be making the chess bowl in, in lawyer. Okay. So, Jay
2: Cutler, I have... So you're not not big, this year, anyway. Yeah, you're not a big college uh, sports guy, so you might not want to take this quiz. But I have the best NFL quarterback from every SEC school. I have this for every conference, but it'll be too hard in a lot of the conferences. Do you want to try it, or you don't even want to try it?
0: I'm going to be really bad.
2: Uh, all right, we'll run through them. If you don't know, I'll just tell you right away. So, uh, you okay. already know Vanderbilt, right? Cutler? Yes. Okay, so let's go in alphabetical order. Alabama. Namath? Uh, no, Bart Starr. Um, oh yeah Uh, sorry unless you think Namath Namath was better Uh, Arkansas Uh, your boy Ken Anderson Auburn was there for about six weeks Cam Noon yeah Uh, Yeah. Florida this is this is really one of the reasons why I made this list why because you're gonna say Tebow (laughs) no it by the way Tebow I had to call up Tebow's football reference page to look at him but he really didn't play a lot Rex Grossman Best, okay. best Gators quarterback ever. I mean, people forget, like, Danny Werfel was amazing in college, and I'm not totally sure why he didn't pan out. Uh, G- Charlie Ward, Florida State. That's Florida State. <laughs> ACC. Not yeah. even the same conference. Yeah. Uh, Georgia, plus there's better quarterbacks for Florida State. Georgia. Uh, I don't know. Fran Tarkenton. LSU. Oh, I should have got that one. That was terrible. LSU. Guy we mentioned before. Wyatt Tittle. Kentucky is George Blanda. Mississippi, Eli or Charlie Conner- Connerly, Eli. depending on who yeah, you like better. Sure. Definitely. Eli. Mississippi State was Dak, but when I first wrote this list, it was Don Smith who would throw one pass for the Bills in 1990, was their only quarterback in the NFL, but now it's Dak. Um, yeah, Missouri's it's Dak. Blaine Gabbert. By the way, most of these are old, so if I miss someone, somebody please write in and say, like, hey, oh, okay. someone's been passed. Uh, South Carolina's Anthony Wright. You remember, he used to be, like, the backup for the yeah. Ravens. Uh, yeah. Tennessee
0: is obvious. This is Peyton Manning, obviously. And Texas
2: yeah. A&M. Johnny Manziel, I don't know. Mm-mm. Tannehill.
0: Oh, Tannehill's a and yeah, yes. yeah, I forgot. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ro- Robbie Weisenfeld would have done much better on that than I did.
2: All right, eighty nine and eighty eight. Kind of silly. I have active players. Eighty nine, you are going to hate where I have this guy ranked. Eighty nine, I have Russell Wilson. Why do you think I am going to hate it? Because it's it's like there is he's so much better than the next twenty guys we're going to talk about. Yeah, but it, we. One hundred twenty seven well, so touchdowns, so forty five interceptions, just an absolutely yeah. ludicrous win percentage.
0: So I have him at number 50 mm-hmm. on my list. Yeah. I don't want to um, rank him even because I think
2: I had a rule of a certain – like 100 games or, or or six seasons or something uh, the last time I did the list. But I thought it was dumb not to have Russell on the list. But again – But
0: even – but hold on. But here's an example. In the, in the season rank chart, which is a yeah. cumulative chart, mm-hmm. he's already up to number 75 because he's only played five seasons. But he's been – until this year when he had an unexpected swoon, he's been a top six quarterback his whole career.
2: Yeah, so I, again... He's a, He's been what Andrew Luck was supposed to be. Yeah, basically. no, listen, Russell Wilson's amazing, that's a silly ranking, but again, some of the modern players, the young modern players have silly rankings. The older ones, there's a lot more thought put in. And then 88F Stafford, I mean, Stafford could... Remember when Stafford was the most injury-prone guy in the history of the NFL? And it was like Matthew Stafford, his, his name was like Matthew Stafford, if he stays healthy, which he won't. And now he's just like played 16 games every single season for a decade, and we forgot yeah. about that. It's kind of weird. Like he went from, he literally went from being like... The most injured guy. Yeah, ever so I have Cal him
0: retire, So I have him all the way at, at number sixty-nine. mm mm-hmm. The yeah, I mean eighty-eight is a little silly, but I don't know. But he's but look, he's below Russell Wilson in the in the season rankings chart because he's played longer, but he hasn't been as good, right? right? And I've, I, mean, I've, I like he's probably hit a, he's still really young because he, he two thousand eleven was his. He had a great year, and that was the first year that he was really healthy, and then he started this run of healthiness. And then the last two years, he's been sort of on the cusp of the top ten, Mm-hmm. but. You know, you, right, you he's a guy who, like, that's a,
2: a real example for a depth because, like, back, you know, back then he would have been like, oh, this guy's a stud. And now, I mean, again, six straight seasons, 16 games. Uh, and also he's the new Drew Bledsoe in that he, like, has this in, insane amount of completions. I mean, attempts and completions every year, like 727 attempts, I think is the most NFL history in 2012 um, because they've never really had, like, a great running game. Uh, but he's got a losing record as a starter. Uh, he is he's zero three in the playoffs. Although he he played well, in, really well in two of the playoff games. So there's, it's not all on him. And again, he he had he has an immortal he had an immortal receiver for, um you know all, all every season but this last one. But uh, I mean yeah, uh, his other was, his de- was, the defense was pretty much bad. just as good. The, his 2016, 2016
0: he was as good as 2015. Yeah, no, so. he
2: didn't lose anything with. I mean, Golden Tate had a really good year, but like he didn't lose anything with with calvin all right so but it happens to be now that i have the nfc passing records that with matthew stafford so uh you ready to go quickly
0: packers sure packers brett Favre.
2: saints drew Brees. giants eli not still phil sims really i believe i believe so sims like was good Um, let me, let's double check that. Uh, Eli is like top 10 all time. So, so, I mean, listen again, it's possible that I missed one, but I don't think I missed this. Hold on. I think they're like tied. 48 yards. Eli is
0: 46,449.
2: You know what? I, I switched, I switched Eli's stat. Like this, the number is Eli's number, but I never switched the name. So I'll switch
0: it now. Yeah. The Falcons. Eli. Eli. It's, uh, so it's Eli. Um, for the Falcons, it's Matt Ryan. Uh, Niners. Ooh, it's a. Uh, is it Montana?
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cardinals. Ooh, this is a hard one. This is the hardest. Cardinals. This is the hardest
0: one in the whole list. Arizona Cardinals. It's not Plummer. Right. Right. Is, is it a guy from the Arizona era or from an earlier era?
2: You mean the St. Louis era? Plummer or something?
0: Huh? Well, who's the person you said? Milk Plum? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, you know what? Them.
2: It's it's a guy who wasn't really good but played his whole career and really had the gig every uh, – the entire 70s, and it's Jim Hart.
0: Oh, Jim Hart. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, sorry, I mixed up Milk Plum and Jim Hart. Short first name, short last name. Yeah, there's a bunch of those guys I mean, Oh, wasn't Neil Lomax also on the Cardinals? In yeah, Lomax – well,
2: Lomax is we'll, – we'll, yeah. we'll t- he's on my list because oh, okay. he was good. He just, like, died, basically, in his 20s. <laughs> um, the uh, Cowboys –
0: Oh, it's um, it's Romo.
2: Yeah, Romo passed you. Retired
0: Vikings. Yeah, Vikings.
2: It's Tarkenton. Eagles. McNabb. Lions. Stafford. Well, that's his list. Yeah, Seahawks. Hasselbeck. Yes, Redskins. I'm getting into the twenty thousands. Getting low.
0: Oh, Washington. Um, oh, it's um, it's um, uh, not Jaws. The other guy he needs uh, Thiesman. Yes, the Rams. Yeah. The Rams. I'm
2: down to twenty three thousand yards right now.
0: The Rams. L A. Saint Louis.
2: L A. Oh, is it Jim? No, is it Jim Everett? Yeah, it's Jim Everett. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, the Panthers.
0: Uh, is it Collins?
2: No, it's Cam. It's Cam. Cam already. Yeah, oh, wow. It's Cam okay. already. And okay. and uh, the Bucks. 14, 820. By far the lowest of any team. Wait, so we said
0: Josh Freeman is second,
2: so Vinny is first? Vinny is first. He also retired as the all-time okay. leader for the Ravens. All right, so that was okay. that Yeah, was the Stafford. Cardinals
0: is, was the hardest, probably. Jim Hart. Forgotten about.
2: Okay, we talked about number one picks. So I want to talk about uh, the second pick in the draft for a minute here. So 87, I have Norm Sneed. First of all, where do you have him on your rankings? Norm Sneed.
0: Uh, you might not so be in we'll your just... hundred. Norm Sneed, I have him number 68. One okay. spot had a Matt Stafford. All right, so I'm a little like lower you. on him.
2: Again, a huge interception guy. 197 touchdowns, 257 picks. Uh, thirteen years as a starter. Played for horrible teams. Never made the playoffs once. He's the second pick of the nineteen sixty one draft. The but he played such a long time. Yeah,
0: he's. I know. He everyone
2: had, podcast listeners know you love compilers. That all you care about is: Are you there? Are you present? Can you play?
0: No. Are you there? Are no, you good? In nineteen seventy two, Norm Snead was Jeter the, should for be the your Giants
2: because he was just there every. Nineteen
0: seventy two, Norm Snead was the second best player in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, Second best quarterback, I should say. Mm -hmm. And by the way, this just shows the difference of the era. So the best quarterback in 1972 was Greg Landry for the Lions, actually. 18 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. Not on my list. Uh, Number two was Norm Snead, 17 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Mm -hmm. Number three was Fran Tarkenton, 18 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. So such a different era.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So here's the number two picks. I'm not going to make you guess them because we've already had a lot of guessing games. Um, but I'll I'll read them off. The number two picks are so much Ryan worse
0: Leaf.
2: than the number one picks. It's Achilles. insane. Yeah. Okay, no, Achille was third, I think. All right, Norm yeah. Sneed, Roman Gabriel, Archie Manning, Burt Jones, now it gets real bad, Rick Meyer, Ryan Leaf, Donovan McNabb, RG3, Mariota, Carson Wentz. Right? Yeah. Only Donovan McNabb, of all of those players, has ever won a playoff game. Every quarterback ever picked second. Don McNabb is the only one to ever win a playoff game.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. You know, it's sort of like in the NBA they have the stat about like the last player to go number one and win a title for that team, and it was just Robinson and Duncan, and then of course LeBron when he came back he did yeah. it. But um. So, yeah. So how many quarterbacks have been taken? You know, and and won number one and won a Super Bowl for their team. Well, not and a lot. I mean, Elway wasn't taken
2: number one by by.
0: Um, by Denver well, So no, it's, no, but, but it's he, both Manning well, but brothers he was, But he, well, he was drafted He was traded on draft nights That's the same thing Okay Yeah uh, But, yeah, but mean, there's actually more Kobe? At number one But then Kobe was taken by the Hornets Betrayed right. a lot so of guys Right he devops. was drafted by the Hornets Yeah Yeah but it counts Um. The Hornets should retire um, his number um, yeah. yeah But oh, then yeah but interesting At number two There's nobody there, No quarterback has ever been Taken number two And won a Super Bowl first team I mean we just said Only yeah. one has ever
2: even Made a Super Bowl Just Yeah it. interesting Okay yeah. 86 So when I wrote this list In like 2007 I had Michael Vick 89, and he had just gone to jail. And I wrote, even if he's reinstated, which at the time I didn't think was possible, uh, the odds of him moving up the list have to be below one percent. Now I have him higher. He did actually move up from 89 to 86, so I was wrong. But I think it was just because my ranking was so stupid of him before, and because uh, we discussed this, you think that Vic lost value ultimately, uh, even though he came back for seven seasons?
0: No, as I just said, I don't think a player can lose value. But ultimately,
2: like you, like you dock him basically. It, like I mean, again, he comes back. He has eight incredible weeks where he's the NFL MVP, and then basically, yeah. you know, hangs on a thread for another six years. And I have no business getting number seventy. Getting his I have, a, I have him at
0: number seventy three. Uh-huh. In, uh huh. In in the season rankings chart, he's number seventy. Actually, um, he was, as you said, he was very very good in two thousand nine, his first year on the Eagles. But then he sort of fell apart quickly thereafter. So yeah, he played a bunch more seasons, but he didn't do anything good. But ultimately, he was really more potential than anything else. Oh, mean, yeah. he has that breakout. He has a breakout season for the Foul. Uh, for the and what's foul his team. most famous game? His he most went, famous game the is the playoff game in Green Bay. Playoff game in Green Bay. That's like if you said what's or or, I mean, or, is, or is it the the Monday night game for the Eagles against? Well, I was. I, know, oh, I guess
2: State. that's famous. I really, really, it's Virginia Tech, Florida State, like that college oh, yeah. championship game. They're what are they down like twenty eight three, and then they go up twenty nine twenty eight. Like my mouth was a gape. Like I, I was literally like drooling. I'm like, this is the most exciting player I've ever seen in any sport. Like, but that was really peak Vic. You never yeah. really got like that
0: excited. Well, playing him on a video game, playing him
2: on Madden. In the that's true, 90s, right? And great. that's his legacy—the greatest video game player of all time. Um, but yeah. like, the odds of him like making enough money to repay his debts were really like a thousandth of a percent, right? Because even if he came in and was a backup every year and made a million or two, like he literally owed twenty million dollars, and he paid it off by like ten grand, and then he stopped making money, and like now he has no means of income probably because he's not like he's not going to be a coach or a broadcaster. All
0: right, um, so it worked out perfectly.
2: All right, so eighty-five. I have another running quarterback. Probably again should be a little higher, but uh, you know he's got to play seven or eight years before he really gets into the mix. Uh, and that's Cam Newton. I have at eighty-five. Where do you have Cam?
0: I have Cam at fifty-three.
2: Yeah. So again, like my thing, and we'll get we'll get to this in like seven hours. But like at a certain point in the thirties, you start talking about like this guy is a Hall of Famer, right? I think there's probably been like thirty-something Hall of Fame quarterbacks, uh, like Chester Hall of Fame. To
0: me, the cutoff is the is the lower twenties.
2: Okay, but, but there literally are, I think, like 30 guys or 33 guys in, in the Hall of Famer. You're excluding guys who played pre-World War II. Well, no, I'm not – we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to who I'm excluding. But my point is, like, Newton is certainly – obviously, if he retired now, he's not a Hall of Famer. But he's certainly on a trajectory where,
0: where he'll, like, be discussed
2: if he, if he keeps well, playing well.
0: I mean, it's hard to say because he was, you know, a superstar in 2015, and then last year he was terrible.
2: Yeah, obviously. If he if he plays like,
0: but there's a lot of quarterbacks who've done that in their careers. Sure.
2: Yeah. No. Listen. If he falls off the map now, then he's not going to get close. But if that last year was a was a blip on the radar and he has
0: a really good year this year,
2: I don't know. That's a tough division. I'm not sure if he will. But if he does, but I yeah.
0: Do... By the way, I just counted. There's 35 quarterbacks in the Hall of Fame.
2: 35. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm gonna uh, quick quiz. Cam Newton 48 career rushing touchdowns. I'm gonna name a guy and you tell me if Newton has more rushing touchdowns than that guy or not. Okay. Okay. Hall of Famer
0: Marion Motley. The running back for the Lions. Yeah, I'll say less.
2: Yeah, who has less? Motley has less. Motley has less. Yes, Motley has less. Natron means. Natron means business. Chargers.
0: Yes, uh, I'll say. I'll say more.
2: No, he had forty-five. Oh, I was wondering Jones. why would you mention him? <laughs> Ray Rice. Oh, so it a push. Ray so Rice. So a push. No, forty-eight to forty-five.
0: Oh, Ray Rice has
2: fewer. He, Ray Rice had zero his first year. I remember. Yes, yeah. and also he had a lot of receive. I think he had a decent amount of receiving
0: touchdowns. Oh, these are only rushing touchdowns, yeah.
2: Yes, okay. these are just rushing touchdowns. Uh, spoiler, every single one of these guys has less than Cam Newton. Oh, Ray Rice, okay. Reggie Bush, who even barely beats him with. if you include rush, receiving touchdowns. Jonathan Stewart, his own running back for his whole career, he's got more than. Jamal Charles, there was, I googled like, Charles, there's an article like, should Jamal Charles be in the Hall of Fame? No. No, he should uh, not. <laughs> uh, Brian Cam Westbrook. Cam Noon
0: had 13 in one season, which
2: is yes. Uh, Brian Westbrook I, I actually would have thought He had a lot more Westbrook like It seemed like he was good For like six
0: years but Yeah but he probably Had some receiving ones
2: And also he's so small That they that they probably gave A lot of touchdowns At the goal line To I don't know McNabb or whoever The fullback was uh, Hall of Famer Floyd Little
0: uh, No Should not be In the Hall of Fame it Is the most inexplicable Selection in the Hall of Fame In our lifetime I like when lifetimes. Chester gets mad About like guys From because the 50s and 60s I've looked up So I've looked up No this is the, the, the Broncos running back From the 70s Yeah right Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've looked up so many articles to try to figure out why he was voted in.
2: In case you like – because some of these guys like – Marion Motley, they played like eight-game seasons. So like, okay, fine. Newton probably played more games. But like Ray Rice played the same amount of games as Cam. Uh, Floyd
0: Little wasn't even a top-five running back in his era and he only played seven years. Right.
2: Floyd Little played two dozen more games. than than. Probably was nice. He probably was nice to the media. I cannot fathom-wise
0: in the Hall of Fame. It makes no sense to me on any level.
2: Mercury Morris, biggest trash talker of all time, 31. He was a backup yeah, yeah. he's Started for three years, and you'd think the guy was like Walter Payton Jr. Guy t- still talks so much smack. Yeah, and he's got a big mouth. A lot of people think this is the greatest running back in NFL history. Seventy fifth anniversary all time team running back
0: Gail Sayers. Now, yeah, that was insane. Gail Sayers also should not be in the Hall of Fame based on what he actually did on the field. Yeah, he had and a lot Ryan. of potential. I'm sorry, yes. but you know,
2: he, uh, sorry. Yeah, so uh, Cam Newton, uh, you get you know 48 rushing touchdowns. It's really good. That's historically good.
0: Already, yeah. All right, so number in in 1984. Can we talk about how many quarterbacks have more than that? Rushing touchdowns? Yeah. Is there anybody? Obviously none. Well, I'm looking. Steve Young, if you include with the LA Express, has 52. No, I
2: don't. Nobody includes the LA Express. (laughs) In your world, like.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, Okay, so he needs four more to (laughs) pass Steve Young in my
2: book. Or Steve Young could come back and get some more for for the Niners or something. Jack Kemp, by the way, had forty. Okay, Did not have seen that coming. Amazing uh, reference because number number eighty four is Jack Kemp. Next yeah. guy so up.
0: I so I, and I, Chester, I, you I, don't even
2: have my list. That was just an incredible like uh, coincidence. Uh yeah.
0: Have, have I um have I t- have I told you my uh, my dad's baseball and football card collection stories? No. So my dad had like amazing, amazing cards. Um, when he was when he finished high school and went to college, he gave away all his baseball cards to some young, some like eight year old in the neighborhood. He's like, I don't need these anymore. Yeah. Um, fast forward, that guy's now a millionaire. Now he's not. It's not because of the baseball cards, although my dad did have valuable ones. But my dad also had all his football cards. The football cards are worth way, way less than than baseball yeah. cards. But um, he kept those for some reason, and so I used to go through them when he gave them to I'm me sure in, that's the, awesome. in the mid nineties. And they were all worth like I would buy Beckett's all the time, and he had a bunch of cards, and each one was worth two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars. But in ninety six, which is the year I was doing this, they still make Beckett. Maybe I doubt it. it. Probably. But in ninety six, the most valuable card in his collection was Jack Kemp, because Jack Kemp was Bob Dole's uh, vice presidential candidate. Oh
2: yeah, you should have sold high there, and I should have
0: sold it, and it was going for five hundred. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to hold on to this, and now it's probably worth fifty dollars.
2: Oh nothing, not no offense, Mr. Kemp, Senator Kemp.
0: Um. (laughs) Yeah. So, Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, Kemp.
2: Is, okay. Is that? Well, I hate when it's like when you're a senator or governor, that's a better title than secretary. I hated when they would always call Hillary Clinton Secretary Clinton. Like, I just yeah. think senator is like a cooler sounding title than secretary. Senator. Yeah. Um. All right. So, 1965. Jack Kemp completes 45.8 percent of his passes, throws 10 touchdowns, 18 picks. His quarterback MVP. rating, 54.8. <laughs> He's the MVP of A. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. I don't. I don't even know what's going on. Uh. I, We've established that the interceptions of touchdowns were a little askew, but one fourteen TDs to one eighty three INTs is bananas. Like it's hard. He's an MVP, and and nobody we've mentioned so far has really been an MVP. But like, it's really
0: hard to. But he he was he's a very overrated player, honestly. He, I agree. His best season I was 1960, actually, mm-hmm. when he still had 20 touchdowns and 25 interceptions. And right. remember, the but, AFL
2: was eight ten teams, right? So it wasn't like he was the it was the 32 team MVP. Yeah, but I
0: I but I still give him a chest bowl for 1960, which is the first year of the AFL. Mm-hmm. But um yeah um he he went downhill after that, and he's not in my top hundred. I have him at 106. Okay, uh, number 83, and he didn't even play long enough. He's not in the uh, season rankings chart either. So.
2: 83 another one of the more anonymous guys similar to tommy kramer you need a good name as a quarterback if you're not going to be like peyton manning you know yeah. i think tommy kramer is a great name it's a little generic if he was a great player i i think tommy kramer's been lost to history and this guy definitely has charlie johnson played 15 years yeah, uh never made
0: ha- never 100 on my list never Straight made the playoffs
2: 100. i haven't made three um i do he's a little underrated super smart guy he's a professor of professor of chemical engineering now um but um, you know, not much not much to say about Charlie Johnson, but if his number name was 85 like
0: 85 on my he played a long time. Yeah, he did play a long time. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Cardinals, had, Oilers had, and Broncos. He had, He's also sometimes you don't get associated with a, a certain team. I think that hurts you also.
0: Yeah, but he was a top 10 quarterback in the early like, 60s and he was still Charlie a top Johnson 10 quarterback number. in the late 70s. Yeah, good
2: player, good player, but never yeah. never the best. Never had that one eye-popping year and again, never made the playoffs. And you yeah. know, already played like it was it was very hard to make the playoffs in the 60s, but the and 70s, and also, all the teams
0: he played for, you're talking about how he's not associated with the team, he played for the St. Louis Cardinals who have moved, he played for the Houston Oilers who have moved. Yeah. Right? So yeah. he doesn't even have, you know, there's no existing fan base to be, I guess the Broncos maybe? I don't know. Yeah. He'll play there for a little bit.
2: Uh, at 82, I have Alex Smith active, probably not, I mean, I, I think you probably have Alex Smith much higher, I'm, I don't know. Not much, 72. Okay, yeah, Smith probably belongs in the 70s. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen to him this year. Actually, I'm not a Pat Mahomes. I mean, I'm a Pat Mahomes senior guy because he was on the Mets, but I'm not a Pat Mahomes junior guy. So I don't think he's going to oh, get beat out. Also. Uh, he's, he's not going to get beat out for um, for a gig. So I do think he'll play
0: again this year. But it's pretty much winding up. Um, he's number 52 on the season rankings list, and you know if he he was 15th in the league last year, if he had another couple of those, right, mm-hmm. he could move up a little bit I mean, onto that th- list, break the top 50.
2: His, like what's he, what's he remembered for the, the 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 shootout with the Colts and losing his gig when he was like had a really good record to Colin, to Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick yeah
0: well that game against the Giants the, uh, by way, know, another the guy like better na- na- if Alex Smith
2: had a better name he would be he like he's a nondescript name in a nondescript city no offense to the Chiefs and like you know I feel like he could have you know in a different lifetime he could have done better
0: I don't know why you're hating Alex but
2: well, he's fine uh, eighty one I have Joe name. Flacco okay another active guy where do you have Joe Flacco.
0: I have Joe Flacco at seventy. Okay. Um, he seems to be getting worse now. Yeah, so he you know, in the beginning of his career he was sort of a bad player on a good team. Mm -hmm. Then he had a great season in 2014 after the Super Bowl, and then the last two years he's been terrible. So
2: But some of these guys are like, Oh, they're overrated, like you think Troy Aikman's overrated or whatever, but like the the truth about Flacco is that he plays better in the playoffs, especially obviously the year they won the Super Bowl.
0: Like, people well, he's won for- 10 playoff games, so you got to yeah, give him people that.
2: People forget. Like, it's, he has a whole other career in the playoffs. Like The 2012 playoffs, first game against the Colts, 282 yards and two touchdowns. They go to Denver. He throws for 331 and three touchdowns. They win 38-35. They go to New England. In Foxborough, he throws 240 and three touchdowns. Again, no interceptions the entire postseason. And then the freaking Super Bowl, he go 287 yards, three touchdowns against a really good defense, and they win the Super Bowl 34-31. So they put up twenty four or more in every playoff game. He didn't throw a single interception, like you know, he he used to be good, but now he stinks. And his team is bad. So this year he might be like historically bad. Someone should trade me for him because he's my backup on the uh League of Leagues team. He stinks. Um all right, that's enough about Joe Flacco. Number eighty. Hmm. Ken O'Brien. Okay. Where do you have Ken O'Brien? Beloved Jet. Love a Jet. Did see him play a bunch in person before uh, he <laughs> retired in 93.
0: I have Ken O'Brien number 99.
2: Okay. I, I'm a little higher on O'Brien. Again, good percentage player. Uh, people, th- th- like the...
0: So the, his career he,
2: was too short his career was short people around the league always thought o'brien was good again the jets drafted him over dan marino which was been, well
0: 85 was, he was he burst into the league. He's immediately a pro bowler basically
2: he I, i'm trying to think of a good comp for him in the 80s but he was like you know he has the famous shootout with with marino that that he throws six touchdowns and they won 52 51 45 um
0: the, in like in 85 he has 25 touchdowns eight picks
2: yeah no he was a really That's good player phenomenal. Uh, there's a little bit of name within him that they were two of the most immobile quarterbacks of all time. He, uh, I I looked up, I looked up this stat. No one had ever come up with this before, as far as I know. Uh, 174 rushes, never scored a touchdown. That's the most ever for a quarterback. Yeah. But the most rushes without a, without a touchdown is Stumpy Thomason. Of the Brooklyn <laughs> Dodgers, I didn't put the number in, so I gotta rem- remind right. myself to put that number. But, in. I mean, but,
0: yeah, I mean, he was like a, a touchback. You know, that's the 1920s. Sure. So a no, different.
2: yeah. But again, like if you touch the ball that much, you may accidentally score. You're running against like five foot four guys, also like a bunch of Jewish guys. They shouldn't be able to tag you every time. Um, how about this? Most catches without a touchdown in NFL history. How, how many? You're not gonna guess the guy. How many catches do you think is like that's without a touchdown? Without a touchdown, I'll say 81. 201 catches without a touchdown. Wow. Redskins running back Gerald Riggs. Never heard of him. Gerald Riggs, yeah, he's on my running back chart. Okay? Well, he's not good at receiving or at least catching <laughs> touchdowns. Um all right, seventy nine, I feel like we're about to move up a level. I mean, some of the active guys are
0: are in this level too. By but. the way, Gerald Riggs, just see so if you want to know number sixty eight on my running backs list. okay. And I'm looking at yeah, zero uh, touchdown receptions. And, yeah, everybody above him has If I, I know if I ever do something George next— George Rogers also never had a touchdown reception, but only had 55 catches. So,
2: If I ever do this, what I did for quarterbacks, next for running backs, which I've thought about doing, then I know I have to go the full way and do receivers and linemen, and then I'm done. And then it's like a book, and it's like 200 pages, but it's a lot yeah, of But work. I have
0: done that already, but I have done that.
2: Yeah, but you don't have, like—you you. can't sell it. Like, it's not written. Like, we need your stats with me actually Yeah, to to
0: write it up is a lot more work. Yeah, Yeah, of course. But I've ranked the order, so I've done half the job. Yeah, so if I took your
2: rankings and I did it, that would be... Well, I wouldn't say it's half the job. It's like literally 3% of the job. You have to come up with the original stat for a hundred different guys at every position. It would be a lot of work. Yeah, but 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 you just
0: look at the chart and it pops out. Like there's a big zero for you know, no, but t- a lot of my stats uh, for are, like Riggs. you
2: understand for this chart, like I spent yes, a lot yes, of time yes. Googling yeah, yeah. calling you know, I literally like would call yeah, like I, I don't understand
0: I don't understand the concept of spending a lot of time on charts. Yeah.
2: No, it. you do, but but yours is no, all no, numbers I where I
0: have cool yeah. stories. Like this charts don't yeah. tell stories. Well but but it's not all numbers because I also I I I, I, I accumulate awards. I uh-huh. accumulate. I, I go try and find contemporary. No, for sure. I could
2: give out Chester like... MVPs and in, in, in you know that I, like it would be yeah. something. But I'm just saying it would no. Be a I lot accumulate.
0: Work. No, I accumulate the actual awards.
2: Oh, okay. and
0: and for some of them. I'm not saying like...
2: you don't do work. I'm just saying yeah, like it would not, be a anyway. lot of work to yeah, actually yeah, yeah. put this together. If there was 30 okay. hours in the day, I would probably nap for six more. If there was like 35 hours in the day, then I'd spend a few more hours in this. Um, all right, Carson Palmer at 79 It's probably too low for Carson Palmer. <sighs>
0: Carson Palmer is another big what if, especially as an immortal overall pick. Like, how about uh, with all these guys? Finally, like, finally
2: do you do, do you pick Stafford number one again? Do you pick Palmer number one again? I Probably. Think, I think both of them. You have to, right? Well,
0: I'd, I'd have to look at who else is in that draft. we, so by the way, we should
2: do next year. If we
0: don't have any ideas, we should do some like random redraft podcasts. Yeah, yeah, and I've done that also. So yeah, that would be good. Um, so Palmer, I have all the way up at number forty one. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because if you're gonna be, you know, healthy and be a quarterback for you know, a dozen years yeah. in this era. You're just going to put up big numbers, which is why in the season rankings chart, he's all the way actually at number 27, um, which is almost, you know, starting to get into a Hall of Fame category. Uh 5 06, he was really, really good for Cincy. Uh, then, you know, he sort of cooled off a little bit. And then, you know, he came back obviously last year, not last year, but in 2015, he had the phenomenal MVP caliber year for the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it seems like it's probably done for him. Did you see so Bruce called- Arians has a book called, like, The Quarterback Whisper? No, what's he whispering? To?
2: I don't know. That's weird, right? Like Palmer, I guess he had a good year, but that's, isn't that an insult? Like if, because Peyton Manning's coach would never write that because, yeah, he had Peyton Manning. Like he would never call himself the quarterback. It's like I had a or average quarterback, but I turned him into a superstar. It's like really a shot at the guy himself. Um, all right, 78. I have Burt Jones.
0: Where's Burt Jones on your rankings? Uh, so Burt Jones, 49ers. Uh, let's see. Burt, 51. And by the way not not 49, he was on he was on the Colts. You have Burt Jones at fifty one. Fifty one, yeah. That's He made f- he made he, he made four chest bowls. Okay, but he only plays five seasons basically. He plays
2: five seasons and then like another half a season where he went one and seven early in his career. He was
0: and one of those five seasons he went two and thirteen. So you only have like uh, so let's see. Uh he was the best quarterback in the NFL for a three year period from yeah, 75 he has. To 77. He has three amazing years.
2: I, I I don't disagree. Yeah but you're real you're usually the compiler guy who has guy like Palmer harder than me like that his yeah,
0: whole yeah. He, well he only played yeah, he was he only started really he for has six three seasons. great years
2: and then he has two very typical 20 touchdown 20 interception type years and that's it yeah doesn't even play well, you know we talked about enough. some of the guys at the beginning like Jeff Blake or whatever he's got less games in his career than them 96 which is literally exactly 6 seasons and a losing record yeah but hold on but here's the thing and so you know his two playoff games and was disastrous in both and didn't win either one. His his average
0: ranking for the season, mm-hmm. right, at quarterback is 6.8. There's not a lot of guys who, you know, are higher than that. You have him as who your best it? quarterback in 1976? 1976. Let's, let's go to the chart. Let's look exactly at 76. What happened in our the year of our bicentennial? Burt Jones, number one. Kenny Stabler, number two. Fran Tarkin, number three. Mm-hmm. Pat Hayden, number four. Again, and he's the great. So 20, Hart,
2: 24 TDs, nine receptions. Uh, nine point three yards per attempt, which was insane back then. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean he's a good player, but you're just nine way th- too I high have n- on him. I have, I have nine Where do you get nine
2: I never won a playoff game. I'm on Football Reference. He never won a playoff. Like you're. This is this is a crazy ranking by you.
0: All right. Well, that's what I
2: have. You're my... basically like, why isn't Jack Kemp, Jack Kemp higher? Then he had a good year.
0: Because Jack Kemp was terrible. No, Jack Kemp won the MVP. We said Jack Kemp okay. had 25 interceptions. So you're saying it's that's a
2: deserved either. MVP versus a Chester MVP. Well, I haven't done Chester MVPs in
0: football, actually. All right. No, number 77. I've done, I've done
2: Chester Pro Bowls. Number I 77, I have Billy Kilmer. One of the most anonymous guys ever uh, start a Super Bowl. He started and lost against the undefeated Dolphins. Essentially, they were shut out. Of course, the Gary Premium play was a fluke special teams touchdown late in the game. But uh, is he the worst quarterback to ever play in a Super Bowl? No. No, of course, course not. not. Uh so Trent always the answer. But uh, All right, so who are, no, five no, on play my it, list. Oh, I'm sorry, but this is lose. We already had the win list. So can you name the my worst six quarterbacks to ever play in a Super Bowl? Well, ball? but I have Billy Comer number 65 on my list. I have he was an excellent quarterback. Okay. I mean, there aren't that many guys like that just mean you know like you have him ahead of the loam or whatever. All right. He's not in my bottom 6 though, is what I'm saying. I said can you name this? Oh, he's not in your bottom no, 6. No, what I'm saying is like he was bad kind of or he's at least not famous. But he's not nearly the worst. So who were the worst? So it's not Billy Kilmer. You don't have to worry about that.
0: Six guys, guys who are definitely okay. not on your list. Okay. Um, who lost the Super Bowl? Lost saying? the Super Bowl, yes. Um. Oh, um, who was it Um, uh, for the Rams against Terry Bradshaw?
2: Vince Ferragamo. Was
0: it Hayden or Ferragamo? Yeah, Vince well, Ferragamo. Well, Hayden started, the
2: but then Hayden goes down. Ferragamo brings them to the Super Bowl. And they actually play. Like he plays okay. They lost thirty one nineteen. He he got the job for the next year. But he was not even like All right. a lot of these guys he, were not oh, consistent starters.
0: Tony Tony Eason. Yeah, Eason was a consistent him.
2: starter. Only threw six passes in that eighty five Super Bowl before he got uh, sent to the show. Yeah.
0: Um I don't know. All right, Rex Stan Grossman Humphrey's. you missed. Oh yeah, Rex Grossman, yeah, yeah. Stan I mean, Humphreys
2: so. uh he played a lot more than any of the other guys. Sam like Humphrey's. he had the he had the gig for the Sam Chargers Humphrey's. for five years, but wasn't yeah. really was never really good. Joe Cap, you definitely should have got
0: for the Vikings sixty nine. He had seven touchdowns in a game once. Yeah, but he was bad, and he's a Native American. Don't be racist.
2: I did, first of all, I didn't know that. Nineteen seventy Patriots. <laughs> do you know how many? You don't know, you know what his touchdowns and interceptions were in nineteen seventy? I'm going
0: to guess six and twenty four,
2: three and seventeen. Oh. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> Not good. And completed yeah. less than forty five percent of his passes. Um, I. He threw for 183 with two picks in that Super Bowl, which is like good for him. Super Bowl Nine, Um, and the worst one ever, David Woodley.
0: Oh, the Dolphins quarterback.
2: Yeah, against Joe Uh, Montana. 87, uh, the 82 title game, uh, the Mud Bowl against the Jets. He throws for 87 yards and three picks, but the Dolphins, uh, you know, the Jets high flying offense, they shut it down by making the field all muddy, so the Jets couldn't pass, and they won fourteen. His
0: mutter was a mutter. His
2: mutter was a mutter. mutter. Uh, Then the next week. Woodley in the Super Bowl completes four passes, which was not enough to win the Super Bowl. They, I mean, they came close. They had a great defense. They lost 21-17 to the Redskins. Um, all right, so that is number 77. Number 76, Neil O'Donnell. His career numbers are way better than I remembered.
0: As a Jets fan, you're
2: saying? Like, as a, just in general, 120 touchdowns, 68 interceptions. That's like an incredible ratio. He was like, where where, where are you getting your numbers from? Is this wrong? No, my numbers are mostly uh,
0: right. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was looking at his total turnovers because I was looking at fumbles also. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, but he's a guy who when you when you take rushing into account, he only had four rushing touchdowns and he had 50 fumbles. So, you know, the numbers uh, even out very quickly. I'm at 105. He's not on my list.
2: I mean, Rich Cotate gives him $25 million. I mean, but his numbers are better than anybody not on the list by far. Almost a two uh, no, to one touchdown. No, I disagree.
0: First of all, he was only a quarterback for seven seasons. Not Starting really quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, he played. And he was never—he was never in the top ten. He didn't have a single season as top ten quarterback. It's fair. It's fair. His his best season was—he was 11 in '92. He was 11 in '95. It's a little silly to to, like
2: posit that like Russell Wilson is worse than Neil O'Donnell. I'll give you that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Bad positing. All right. uh,
2: 75. Chris Chandler. Oh. Oh, I hate him. I know you hate Let's him. I, I think like yeah. he's another guy. He would be another Tommy Kramer, except he did make a Super Bowl, so that like pumps him up in terms. of...
0: And like, he played for so long. How played many? For uh, so, let, long. let me see. It. Let's see. He plays for Atlanta. He played eight for teams. Chicago. Most he ever played for the started, Rams. Started he played...
2: games for eight different teams. That's a okay. quarter of the league. If you assume that the Texans were there, which they were only there for the very end of his career. No, they weren't yeah. even there when he retired.
0: He played, but he did play in Houston for the Oilers. Uh
2: yes, yeah, yeah, so Christian. Right, right. I have him. I have him at number eight. But that's a different franchise um he is married to the daughter of somebody else on the list can you guess who probably not we'll get there uh he was he was so injury prone early in his career they called him crystal chandelier mm-hmm. Good nickname. uh and i also wrote so I, I, yeah yeah go ahead that uh you know everyone remembers that uh you know he orchestrated one of the greatest upsets in league history by beating the minnesota vikings in the 98 nfc title game people forget but the play before he throws the t- game tying touchdown what happened
0: I don't remember. Dwayne Rudd
2: drops a really easy interception that would have thought, that would have iced the game.
0: Oh, Dwayne Rudd. Dwayne Rudd
2: really is like the Leon Lett of, of he's got the late a, he's 90s. He's a real
0: goat, obviously, for what he did uh, in the for the Browns later on.
2: The Browns game, right. like, I feel, you yeah. know, I've, probably a lot of the people who are listening to this podcast know it, but it's not, like, super famous. The Browns play, it, like, literally the maybe the craziest play in NFL history.
0: The the wins probability added is yeah. literally 100%.
2: 100%. Like, the game was over. It is the, the biggest <laughs> bone play, if you don't know. Right, he throws his helmet after the game is over. But, like, 10 seconds after the game is over. But the I mean, is, it's
0: really the referee's fault. It's history. crazy. They
2: should not. Yeah, the referee. Sh- you're right. The referee should not have called it. But, I mean, I if like, if I was a Browns fan, then I think you have you no choice but to kill yourself. I I think <laughs> nobody would blame you. <laughs> All right, Did number seven. Like 74- yeah. Do you like my
0: tweet this week? By the way, what? No, well, I blocked you, but what? I don't know. Ch- Chester uh, uh, Chester uh, was one of my favorite guests to have on. He will be missed, or something like that. Who wrote that? Oh, somebody else wrote that. Jimmy Kimmel wrote that, and I, I, I just retweeted. I said something Akiva will never say.
2: Oh, yeah. No, listen. Too soon. Um. All right, Brian Seip, I feel like uh, a little bit underrated historically. I have him at seventy four, which maybe doesn't do him justice. Where do you have Brian Seip? I think I just mentioned Sipe
0: earlier, didn't I? You when did. I yeah. Guessing, uh, you mentioned everyone. I was guessing Browns. When I was guessing Browns quarterbacks, I have him number sixty four. A bit higher. Okay. But because again, you you don't, you don't give him credit for what he did for the Generals and what he did for the Jacksonville Bulls.
2: No, I don't give him any USFL credit. So, By 19... the way, how
0: many guesses would you have taken to guess the Jacksonville USFL? Oh, I, I mean, I, I literally would have been
2: here. If you told me an animal, <laughs> I would have gotten in 50 <laughs> guesses, but I would have been here all day. Um, So, Sight makes the playoffs once in his career,
0: 1980. But he, he was the best player in the
2: league. Best though, player. Yeah. NFL MVP. Phenomenal. Not just the bogus Chester MVP. Actually won the award. Threw for 30 yeah. touchdowns back when it was cool. Uh, yeah. home game in the playoffs against the Raiders, right? Negative 37 wind chill. They're going against, it's still Plunkett and the Raiders. Um, the, the, the Browns score, their only touchdown on defense. They, the extra point is blocked. They botch a field goal. Uh, their kicker misses two more field goals. Just, you know, nobody can play. It's insane how cold it is. So they drive down to the Oakland 8 with under a minute to go. Uh, and, sim, you know, this is like a pre-P Carroll thing. That he, he, you know, he basically, we're not going to run. We're not going to use Cockroft, the kicker, because he's missed 14 kicks already. So he calls a pass into the end zone, famously called Red Right 88. They throw it for Ozzie Newsome. Now the Ravens, very good GM. And he gets intercepted for the third time that day. And, uh, you know, a lot of Browns fans consider that, even more than the Dwayne Rudd thing, the, uh, the, the most devastating moment in Browns history. Yeah. By, by the way... The, and the team they lost to not only makes the Super Bowl but wins it. So they certainly, if they, you know, he throws a touchdown there, they they have a chance to win the Super Bowl. And then the Browns <laughs> are not the Browns. The similar to Rippon, the next year he throws twenty five picks, they go five and eleven, and that's it for the Browns. That's it for Sype. Yeah. One hundred fifty four touchdowns, one forty nine interceptions. So pretty good guy. Um, I'd say a little bit underrated, but uh, I don't know. Seventy four seems fair. We're still going here. Yeah. How, okay, how, right. how much farther are we going? We're almost at two hours. We're almost at two. Oh, listen, this is going to be this is going to be cut up into multiple podcasts. Probably this whole list. We'll probably,
0: yeah. But but this is part one. We're still going to part one. Oh, I don't
2: know if this is part one yet. This might be part of part two. We'll see. We'll see how we'll see how long it is. We'll cut it. You know, I I mean, yeah. we're not even a third of the way done.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe so, it's a four part of them. <laughs> then
2: it, it has to be a and even <laughs> if it's a four part, we we just started part two. Um, yeah. All right, Jim Everett. I have him at 63. Yeah, 73 higher. were pretty similar. Uh, don't I, call the, me Chris. Don't call me Chris. Don't call me Chris is probably what he's most well-known for, the Jim Rome interview. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think any millennials. By the, the way, people.
0: Jim Rome is a complete
2: asshole. No, I mean, he was totally in the right. He should have beat <laughs> up Jim Rome. But Jim Rome was smart because he wasn't famous, and now he's, like still has a career 20 years yeah. later, and he's got millions of dollars. Um, so yeah. that, like, that, the, the trolls always win. Like Skip Bayless or all these like, political pundits, yeah.
0: like, just troll. Yeah, but Jim Effort, you know, got to give him credit. In '88 and '89, he was it was him and Joe Montana. Yes, yeah, he was really he good. Was like I, really, really I, I the first my
2: first football game that I remember, I went to a Jet game, so I sort of remember going. I don't remember if it was Monday Night Football in '88 or '89 when the Jets had a hat night, but they were getting killed by the Bills so early that everyone was burning the hats because they were paper in the crowd. The whole and I'm afraid of fire, so like the whole crowd, like I had to leave. I was like crying, um, mm-hmm. but I remember watching the '89 NFC Championship game, which was January of 1990. And I believe um, Roger Craig fumbles and the, and the Rams go up 3 nothing. and I would like kick the TV and whoever was watching me got mad. Uh, but then <laughs> the, the, the Niners scored the next 30 points in 133. I have that as one of my five worst playoff performances of all time. Everett went 16 for 36 with 141 yards and three touchdowns. Three interceptions, sorry. There's no touchdowns on this list. Um, another list, another game you might remember that's in my bottom five, Dante Culpepper. 2000 nfc championship game 13 for 28 78 yards and three picks yeah i had Sype actually is my worst one on my list Thir- 13 Honestly, f- i didn't i didn't I, I, the 41 i think i didn't know his numbers yeah well now you know and it was bad yeah. Th- i watched that at eric kufflick's house he uh and then, what, what he was the, the name of that
0: stupid thing? white uh cornerback on the giants
2: jason seahorn
0: jason seahorn yeah rips the ball out of chris carter's hands on the goal line if uh if chris carter can hold on to that it's a totally different ball game
2: uh, how about this, uh, 2003 NFC Championship game, it was the Eagles versus the, I guess it was the Panthers. Um,
0: yeah, Kara Collins, had, or excuse me, Drake Tillman with seven. Didn't, is that the one where we had seven picks? Well, they won. Oh, so which, who did he have, oh no, seven
2: picks was later. That was yeah, no, late that wasn't the year they so. won the Super, They made the Super Bowl. Yeah. So McNabb, 10 for 22, 100 yards, three interceptions. That's probably the worst playoff playoff. Uh, line of all time. I mean but
0: there's a lot of guys who had six or seven picks. We've even discussed them before. Tommy Kramer had one. Brett Favre had one against the Rams in the second half once. That's true. Uh
2: number seventy two, one. one of the least famous guys on the list. He played in three different decades, Joe Ferguson. Where do you have Joe Ferguson, if anywhere?
0: Uh Joe Ferguson I have at number ninety eight. Just sneaks in. Hello. Number ninety eight. oh no, yeah I lost you for a
2: second. Uh so ninety eight okay so I'm a little high on Joe Ferguson. Um, by the way, my bottom five worst
0: seasons ever. This is all regular season. In the season chart, by the way, he's only up at number 83. But he's just a compiler. He only had one he is, season. Where he, he is a
2: compiler. I'm probably a little 75. At 75. Season. He was good. 1977 throws 12 touchdowns, 24 interceptions and under 50 percent completion. Again, that's 77. That's like it's not cool anymore to have a below 50 percent completion.
0: Uh, I mean, I disagree. Joe Pizarczyk for the Giants had a 42 percenter. Gary Hoffman, 48 for Pizarcic. Tampa Pizarcic. Bay. You're Steve Barkowski Steve, at 47 be nice you was like the It like new point.
2: NFL history and new famous people like Joe Pizarczyk and didn't just stay in your Excel spread all day. Sorry, I mean Joe um, Pizarczyk, doesn't like he's involved in in the Miracle at the Meadowlands, the fumble that Herman Edwards. Did. I don't know anything about these Giants. I'm not you don't miracle. know about like one of the most famous players in NFL history.
0: Okay. No, I know the play. I don't know the quarterback. Okay. Oh, he was the By one like, who Namath in
2: '76 is on my bottom five list. Four touchdowns, sixteen picks, thirty-nine point nine QB rating.
0: Yeah. Gary Morangi that year, by the way, had a thirty five percent completion percentage for That's the not Bills. Great. That's not great. <laughs> but but and he had sixteen picks like Namath, but he had seven touchdowns at least.
2: And Babe Perilli has my worst season ever for anybody in the top hundred. Four touchdowns, nineteen picks, forty four point six percent completion. What year? Uh fifty three. Twenty eight point five QB rating, and they went two nine and one. The tie really like throws the, the record together. Wait, fifty three? Nineteen fifty three Packers.
0: Nineteen fifty three. Oh, but Tobin wrote was their was their main quarterback there. I don't even give. I don't even count that. I mean,
2: through a, nineteen interceptions, he he wasn't just coming. Yeah. in Yeah. Well, up,
0: Tobin he, wrote through fifteen interceptions. Yeah. So. Road is. Wrote is
2: uh, I think he's still to come on the list, but he kind of stunk too. Um. All right. Seventy one. Kerry Collins. This is sort of like what you have to like. My favorite stat about Kerry Collins. Twelfth all time in passes thrown in, in passing attempts, but thirty fifth in passing touchdowns. <laughs> to me, that's bad. <laughs> you Titan, should be yeah. the exact same if you're good. What number bad. do you have him? I have him at seventy-one. He's also a
0: compiler. Oh, I, have, I have him at eighty-two. Okay, I I I listen. He over-raider. made a Super
2: Bowl. There were years where he's good. He brought he brought one team to the NFC Championship game, another team to the Super Bowl. Like it wasn't. But hold
0: on. He wasn't good. Okay, he had one year as a top ten quarterback. One in the year two thousand.
2: All right, he listen, he's at 71. We're not putting him in the Hall of Fame. He just I, I if you had Kerry Collins and you had a good defense, you could make the Super Bowl and lose horribly. <laughs> not really. I mean, he was in the 20s for most of his career. His average ranking was 21. I still have a Kerry Collins Panthers jersey. I don't know why you would have the one. It to, like, the one. I, I, mean, I, didn't, well, I didn't throw out jerseys. I never threw out my jerseys. I threw out everything else. Okay. But I like the. It's fun to have like the old jerseys. The. Uh, if anyone's still listening, you can have my Kerry Collins Panthers jersey. I'll bring it to. I'll bring it to New York. Who's, who's paying for shipping? No, I'll uh, bring it to bring New York next awesome. week. I'll put it in. My wife will be so mad when I pack that. Like packing space, like always at a premium. Um. All
0: right. So no, don't pack. it, Just wear it on the fly. I'll wear.
2: It's <laughs> a good one. I'll wear like five jerseys. I'll wear, like, I think
0: five. you'll be stopped by security uh nobody will notice me
2: in Amsterdam if I'm wearing they'll just assume I'm like really high if I'm walking around but it'll be
0: like bright blue yeah
2: or drunk wasn't he an alcohol guy uh sorry Kerry <laughs> uh 1970 <laughs> Jeff Garcia uh seven guys on this list went undrafted so I, I can ask you to name them I guess you don't know who's on my list but you know all these people can you name so any- Jeff
0: Garcia by the way I was tweeting at him the other day uh and he was uh, appreciatively uh liking my tweets Jeff Garcia, one of the most underrated players in history.
2: I think T.O. gives him a really uh, bad rep, but yeah, definitely underrated. He was the good version of Jeff Blake. I think people like peg them together a little bit as like backups came in. They're
0: both named Jeff. Yeah, they were both Jeff. In an era era when there was tons of good QBs in the league, in 2000 and 2001, for a two-year span, Jeff Garcia was the best quarterback in the NFL. Uh, The list of guys who have been number one in consecutive years – is extremely short. There's only three or four of them ever. And Jeff Garcia is one of them for me. And, and I have him 70. Where do you have him again? In in 2000, I had him. Where do I have Jeff Garcia? I have him at 54. You him at and 54? it's only because he he only starts his career when he's, what, 28 years old. Yeah.
2: I mean, I listen, 161 touchdowns, 83 interceptions. was almost 2-1. to one, But you're right. He didn't play
0: a ton. Doesn't have a lot two, of playoffs. Just listen this, In 2000, 31 picks, excuse me, 31 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 4,300 yards. OK, yeah. and by again, comparison, Peyton, Peyton Manning, like by the way, 4,300. Yeah, yeah, Peyton Manning, by the way, had, uh, you know, similar numbers, but more interceptions that year. The next year, 2001, um, he had 32 touchdowns and uh, 12 picks and uh, 3,500 yards. And again, it went 12 and four. For yeah. Essentially
2: still. starts eight years. Fifty eight and fifty eight is starter, which it's a little too high for me to be in the 50s.
0: Yeah, um yeah, only starts for eight years, but uh three chest bowls in those eight yeah. years. So can and, you name uh, any of yeah. the
2: other undrafted QBs? There's eight on my list that were not drafted.
0: Uh Kurt Warner, obviously. Yes. Jeff Garcia. Yes. Um I don't even know.
2: Uh Jake Delome, Jim Hart, Bobby A. Bear, Dave Craig, Tony Romo. Uh and Oh,
0: Tony Romo, I should have got that one and also.
2: The biggest shocker is Warren Moon was
0: not drafted. Oh, well that's just because of racism. Yeah, I guess they weren't but, ready yeah. for Black quarterbacks. is that what it was? No, that's exactly what. It was. That's why he went go to the CFL, right? Because they said in point blank, they're like, um, you know, you're black and black people aren't intelligent enough to be a quarterback in the NFL. And this is and then what he went they to were the saying CFL that... and like shattered every single record. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's six... sad because uh, I would like to see what his numbers were if he plays all those years in the NFL. Yeah, he have... the CFL numbers. Obviously. He has some
2: what if numbers for sure. Um, all right, yeah. sixty nine. I have Craig Morton. He leads two different teams to the Super Bowl, yeah. which is why I have Both the him. But have I'm the Broncos, a more of a play- I I very found already on this list I'm a little bit more into like did you do something in the playoffs and you're you're more regular season? Uh which is probably so why r one and two who's... are gonna be different, I think, and I'm gonna be a playoff yeah. guy and you're gonna be a regular season guy. Um yeah. but so
0: sixty nine and seventy and he's are not his the only uh, guy,
2: by the way. Uh other quarterback to lead two different teams to the Super Bowl. Can you name it? Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. There's Can you not hear me? Yeah, yeah, no, I can hear you. There's
0: another guy. Oh uh another guy who oh, who am I missing payton manning oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry oh and, and multiple super bowls for both teams yes so, yeah, uh, so terrible job i mean yeah.
2: so um morton's lines in the super bowl 12 for 26 127 a touchdown three interceptions loses 16 to 13 then it gets the cowboys in super bowl 12 4 for 15 four interceptions and just 39 yards How about Uh, getting his team to the Super Bowl?
0: Does he get credit for that or no?
2: Oh, uh, that's why I'm at 69. But uh, he threw seven interceptions and 16 completions in the Super Bowl. All right, so you want to talk about playoffs
0: for a second. So I have a a, a ranking all-time quarterback ranking regular season, all-time quarterback ranking playoffs. Mm -hmm. You already established Jeff
2: Hostetler is greatest all-time in the playoffs.
0: Well, again, he wouldn't qualify, and he and Why Tittle doesn't qualify either. But Why Tittle, who went 0 for five in five NFL championships with uh, four touchdowns and 14 interceptions, he would be last uh, and with a uh, with a quarterback rating of 33 and a uh, Chester quarterback ranking of 31. Uh, he would be last, but he doesn't qualify. Dead last is Craig Morton, even though Craig Morton made two Super Bowls, even though he went five and five as a starter in the playoffs, he had a 40 percent completion percentage, he had a 42 quarterback ranking. Craig Morton was abysmal in the playoffs. Yeah, so yeah, he he won five games, but, but he was terrible in all of them.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, he got I mean, so bad to the playoffs.
0: Yeah, but uh, so so bad. And by the way, um, you know the 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 guys right above him in the uh, worst uh, starting quarterbacks uh, in the playoffs are all Hall of Famers. So we'll get to some of those guys uh, much later on our list. But uh, so uh, Craig Morton was really bad in the playoffs, but he did get there. That's true. And he's number sixty-one on my list.
2: Okay, so we're—I mean, we're in—we're sa- in the same ballpark.
0: Uh, Sixty-eight. I have Ron Jaworski. Where do you have Jaws? Jaws. So Jaws is a guy who, just because he's on ESPN all the time, I think be- is sort of more known than a bunch of these guys. Like, like you're right, he's more known. He-
2: he's more known than like uh, you know Jim Hart or uh, yeah, know, or Fred Neil Morton. Lomax or or, but, yeah, or Steve Grogan. But J- Jaws Plum. is a weird guy, a little bit like Dickie V. Like Dickie V. Was like a college basketball coach and nobody people only know him as an announcer like Jaws has been at it for so long I think a lot of people watching think he's a nerd because he's not well, a big well Jaws guy. and thaisman are very similar to me but Theismann is more much more famous than Jaws or certainly was when they were playing
0: well thaisman's most famous for having his leg broken though
2: yes he? but people know he's a quarterback whereas Jaws you say who's Ron if you say Joe thaisman who is he so anyone would say he's the Redskins quarterback. You say Ron yeah. Dorsky, who is he? You'd say ESPN analyst. So he's not even so well, famous as being a So ESPN 1980,
0: QB. which we already talked about, uh, Brian Seip and the Browns was the best player in the league. The second best player in the league was Jaws, who went 12-4 and for the Eagles with uh, 27 touchdowns yeah. and just 12 interceptions. Took them to the Super Bowl. Uh, that was the height of his career. Yeah, uh, and the next
2: you know. year he was pretty good, too. I mean, he certainly fell, fell back, but that was his probably
0: second yeah. best. So I have him at 77, so I think you're a little high on him. Again, Play another 500
2: while. guy. Like we haven't really gotten to anybody good yet. Like 73, 69, and one career as a starter, not ideal. Um, won a few playoff games, which bumps him ahead of you know the Mortons and people. But um, you know a decent percentage player, like a little bit ahead of his time. 179 touchdown, 164 interception.
0: Yeah, uh, very similar to Mark Brunell actually. Um, they both uh, went 500 in the playoffs. Brunel went five and five. Jaws mm-hmm. went four and four. Um, and they both went uh, four games over 500, uh, or five games over 500 in the regular season. Yeah. So
2: well, we'll get to similar. Mark Brunel very soon. Yeah.
0: All right, so should we stop there? Then we'll, we'll have done the bottom third of your list. So,
2: and this is one podcast? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. This
0: is one big, meaty podcast we just finished. One episode.
2: There aren't that many. Okay, fine.
0: All right, Akiva, so that was uh, your 100 to 68 on your uh, all-time quarterbacks list.
2: Yeah, part one. Right. I, I guess at this point it's part one of three. Yeah, wait. Did we finish sixty-eight or sixty-seven? Uh, we went. We got through sixty-eight. Oh, so let's do sixty-seven. Oh well, I I wouldn't want to leave it. You know, Jim Hart is a pretty big uh, sort of um, cliffhanger for next one. But two hundred nine touchdowns, two hundred forty-seven interceptions. He played from nineteen sixty-six to nineteen eighty-four. Uh, he had a sixty-six point six uh quarterback rating in his tenth season in nineteen seventy-five. Jim Harbaugh, Jim Hart, and the Cardinals. He fu- he made the playoffs for the first time in his career. And who did he play but the last guy we talked about, Ron Jaworski. And the Cardinals had not won a playoff game since. Do you remember what the number was? Because the they Cardinals? didn't bring it till recently. Since
0: 1948 or something? Yeah,
2: 1948. And then he yeah. throws interceptions. Uh, he throws interception to uh, the famous Jack Youngblood, the pick six. Then he throws interception to Bill Simpson, pick six. And they get blown out. 22 years before they make the playoffs again, the Cardinals. Ooh, Hart, who is tough who that franchise. That's crazy.
0: Well, that's when he moved so many
2: times. 19-year career, the only playoff game he played, so
0: can't get much higher yeah. than 67. He had a longer. I'm a 59 on my list. In the season rankings chart, he's at 38, partly just because he played for so long. But, you know, he was uh, his best years were 74 and 76 when he was a top-five quarterback. Uh, three chess bowls, so not too bad for him. Uh, I think he's a little bit better than uh, you have, him, but, yeah, one playoff game isn't going to do it. Alright, so now we're done. That's yeah. the uh, And I think when we start the, to, the, it's a good time to, start,
2: to stop because I think the level jumps
0: up a little bit with number 66. Alright, so we'll get to number 66 on Key's list next week. So uh, next week we'll be back with uh, more quarterbacks. Talk to you later.